Hi everybody, my name's Mark. This my is, name is Alex. And this is episode 84 of The, the Shot, Shot Pod. www.theshotpod.com Don't forget the zero. We've got a jam-packed show for you. This show is so jam-packed it should be a peanut butter and mother effing jam sandwich. That's how <laughs> packed it should be. Also, first half hour of our show, as usual, will be clean cut for YouTube. So check us out. Make sure you're subscribing and liking us on YouTube. Smirnoff Iceberry Blast. That's what we have. So we finished our crazy uncle early because we were... Um, we were cutting tracks. We were in the lab. We was up in the shack. We was making the beats. <laughs> we was cutting the tunes. We was laying down the wax, son. Dr. Oh, oh. Dre said. What's up? What's up? You know how we do it up in the lab. You know what I'm saying? Just laying it down. A little bit of homies coming out here with a little boom clacker clacker. Then we all get my so my home sets up in the booth and he gets a little a cheesy, easy peasy. And then all of a sudden, yo, we macking up the charts and rolling on that gold ice on my wrist and all. Know what I'm saying? What? <laughs> so anyways We were recording music before Translation, <laughs> me and Mark were participating in a recording session before we did this uh, Just cutting some tracks and uh, brainstorming some new ideas for, for some of his stuff And while we were doing that we had our, cr cr our crazy uncle um, hard root beer So we've moved on now to this berry blast My god the grippy can. <laughs> we were joking about like so, like you know, for twenty years there was a guy in the back of the boardroom, like I mean, they just, everyone just called him Drunk Phil. They're just like, oh, Drunk Phil's not, and he was like, make the can grippy. I want, and they're like, yeah, okay, Phil, we'll do it next time. And then finally, like it's these all these years. There's later. this guy that's on the shop line that likes to spill his drinks. Can we do something about it? Give him a grippy can. They're like, you know what, Phil, I think you're onto something. <laughs> like, can we? And then they put it out there, and they're like, congratulations, Phil, the grippy can campaign as uh, a two a two hundred million dollars. We've made off of Grippy Can. Everybody, give it up for hey, we Phil. Have a, yeah. Get a little. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phil, Phil, good stuff. Wow. And Phil's in the back going, I told you! I've been, uh, I've been saying this for 20 years. Uh, Phil's drinking on the job. You're Phil, fired. Phil, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, you're, and your bonus check is revoked for the successful uh, uh, Grabby Can campaign. Fail. <laughs> Phil, get out. Get your things. <laughs> Okay, so. <laughs> Anyways, delicious stuff. This episode, what kinds of things are we going to talk about? Definitely going to talk about some world issues. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about, um, there is, like, we were listing the countries that are have chaos as far as protesting and, and, and political ineptness happening. France, Belgium, Denmark. Uh, what's There's a big list of places that have, uh, I would consider, use the word turmoil. That's what I would say. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about those, get the specifics of why they're protesting, what they're protesting about, and why we should be scared that we're, we should, why we should probably be thinking about doing the same thing here soon. Because yeah. the things they're arguing about over there are on their way here, and then they're, they're, the roots are already. So pay attention to that, get into that. I have some local things to talk about as far as Oshawa A lot goes. of Marvel news on the. In Huge the, Marvel like, news. Especially uh, for, for Deadpool 3. Yeah, big Crazy. Marvel news. Big Marvel news. I love that. We got to see a sneak peek, a little picture of Wolverine in a yeah. suit. Oh, I mean, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about that. So, yeah, that's really cool. Um, MCU news out the butt. And I have big Star Wars news or just basically Lucasfilm talk to talk about because dial. Uh, we got to talk about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. We're going to talk about The Flash, uh, two of the movies that the biggest movies of the year as far as production and marketing 
both flops, massive, huge, uh, uh, company-destroying box office flops. So we got to talk about the repercussions of that and how it's going to affect people like Kathleen and how it's going to affect Disney and their other franchises like Star Wars and things. So anyways, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that as well. Um, that's on the list. What else, Mark? What else have you got for me? Um, there was uh, something recently passed in the U.S. Uh, as per the Supreme Court that uh, is a very controversial bill. As well as our own government not backing down with uh, yeah the Bill C eleven no Bill C eighteen Bill C eighteen sorry yeah I'm now we're starting to I'm actually we'll have to talk about how we're starting to see the repercussions of it on in our own platform and on our feed like I, I made a comment on a on a meme we talked about this last week actually but I made a comment on a meme and. Somebody sent me a you sent me a screenshot saying uh, nobody can see your comment yeah. even though I could see I didn't know and it was a mean comment <laughs> but it didn't have any <laughs> swear words in it all I said was I wanted a plane to go down <laughs> there was certain people in it and all of a sudden they were like oh, oh yeah somebody might be offended by this who <laughs> somebody's wishing ill harm will toward others are celebrities even real like <laughs> anyways so that's gonna be all coming up in episode eighty four eighty four yep eighty four of um of the shot pod. Um, when you search for the shot pod, don't forget to put a zero in the word shot. Um, we're on Amazon. We're on Stitch, Stitcher. Stitcher. We're, uh, we're, uh, I, I was actually learned something new. We're on Apple Podcasts. But if you're looking for us on Apple Podcasts and you don't put the in front of the word shot pod, we won't come up even if the zero's in shot. So make sure you put the shot pod. Just going to reiterate that, that the thug was in there because I was uh, with a friend who was trying to it's find part of us. the title anyway. I know, but it's just, it's, I feel like it should come up without the the, but make sure you get the the, the in there for you guys. Because um, we're all, uh, if you go to YouTube and you don't put the the, we still come up. But yes, the shot pod on YouTube as well. Like and subscribe. That's actually the biggest help you can do is to like and subscribe us on YouTube and like our videos. Uh, helps with the algorithms and the views and all that. So that's, yeah, we're, all, we're available on all that stuff to listen to previous episodes if you hear us say, we talked about this last time. <laughs> you know, yeah. feel free to uh, to check those out. But one of the things that we want to start, we want to start out with our first topic. Yeah, our okay. first topic. Me and Mark are both big fans of Ronnie Radke and Falling in Reverse. We talked a lot about them in uh, March and April because we saw a show and we played some footage from it. Um, Ronnie specifically doesn't mind playing things from his 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 music on the internet, so we're not going to get in trouble if we play a chunk of his song. But we, when we play, um, basically what he did is he covered a song. Ronnie recovered uh, a pretty famous new metal song that came out in 2000, a pop roach song called Last Resort. Uh, he does it. He calls it Last Resort Reimagined. And tell me about what that means. What does it mean when he says that? Every time he says reimagining, he's he's more or less taking the rock aspect out of it, and he's adding orchestras. He's adding strings. Uh, I call it Amy Leeing it. <laughs> he does. He takes yeah. it and he makes it almost like an Evanescence song, and I think that's beautiful. I'm not <laughs> on that. Oops. I'm not pooping on that. There you go. <laughs> I think that's a cool thing to do. I think, and I love it. So yeah. So he Amy Lee's it. Um, tell me, tell me other songs he's done this with. Uh, he did. Uh, I'm not a vampire. And that's it, that, what it is, though. And he called that revamped. Yep. And then same with uh, the drug in me is you. He did that with the drug in me is reimagined. Oh, the drug in me is yeah. So it's so, so this is the thing for him. So this is the first time he's taken someone else's song. Yeah. I think and done the reimagined. And um, I'm down to just play a little bit of it. We're not gonna play the whole thing. Um, but I'm into the video here. Let's just take a look and we'll see if I can't. Yeah, there's a little bit of fading in in the beginning and all that. It's really well, um, I would say, produced to the production on it's really good. You can hear strings and all that kind of coming in. Yeah. 
right? <laughs> I'll, I'll do that over the next part, too. We're going to censor Ron, you, Ronnie. Sorry. I love the that riff. Like, he takes the main riff. Let's, let's pause for a second. He, he, was, takes, he was saying when uh, he was showing uh, Jacoby yeah. that it actually wasn't him. He had a buddy that wrote that riff for him, and then he played it. Oh, very cool, because it is a piece of the guitar riff. It's yeah. just they've added a little ending, and I really like that. I think it's really beautiful, and I like how... I kind of don't like when guys cover a song and they don't pay any tribute to the original riff. Yeah. Like, it does happen where it's like the original riff's not there, and it's like, what do you... Do? You know, that's kind of the song, you know? I didn't, I didn't like... Like, I saw Dead Z cover Tom Sawyer one time, and I didn't like... Because there's no riff. The riff wasn't there. Yeah. Anyways, um... One thing I, I, I love is the piano riff on that. We'll censor the other swear word there real quick. It's just a totally different... We'll, we're going to play a bit of Papa Roach's version after, but I just want to kind of analyze this That's and dig into story. it a little bit more. I like that so much. Yeah. Cut my life into pieces Abrace my last resort Suffocation, no breathing Don't give a <laughs> fuck if I cut my arm There you go. <laughs> Okay, that I remember even when he was showing Jacoby, that's where Jacoby went, ooh. Yeah. All right, son. All right. That that little trill. It's really beautiful. And you can't say this word at all. I can't say either, this side so, either. Okay. Well, no, I can't say that either. Okay. Stop <laughs> contemplating things, Ronnie. Now the And I think it's really cool, this part, because, like, th this song is so rapid fire. You don't really take these words in yeah. the way you do with Ronnie. This song needed this. It needed this. So I think we're good. We don't have to play the entire song. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, that's the vibe. Now, th for those of you that don't know, like, for if you've been living under a rock, I'm going to... This is clean, so we're okay. Okay, cool. Um, this is... Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> just checking. We'll just play a verse and you'll get an idea of it. I don't think we can. we get in too much trouble, you think? Probably. Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyways, it's fast. It's quick. It's not the same. So I think this is best. I, I mean, the original is amazing and I'm never going to take away from it, but I love this version. I've been listening to it. Have you listened to this more than the once or twice when you first heard it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I have too. I've 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 actually been in a good mood this week and had good things happening, but this is killer. So I just wanted to shout out to Ronnie and this song. I wanted to bring everyone's attention out there to give it a listen if you're in a bad place or a dark spot or something's not not kicking it for you this week or this month or this year. Um, like this song's helping me through some stuff. You know, it's helping Mark through some stuff. Go go give this song a listen. Ronnie's Ronnie's with us. You know, he gets it, and he's still pumping out things that that inspire us as fans. You know, and I, that's why I love this band. That's why I, I'm loyal to him, and I and I want to keep uh, supporting his band. But I thought this was a cool opportunity um, to just talk about bands that did a cover and did it better than the original one. Yeah. And maybe argue a bit about it or, or, or get feedback. And, and if you're out there listening and you're with us, send us feedback. And if you disagree and go, no, oh, man, the, that, the original is, is you can't touch the original. I'd love to get your thoughts and opinions on it. Do you mind if I rip through some? 
Sure. All right, Mark. This is going to be my little section here. Don't worry. We're going to talk about how effed up the world is very soon. And we're going to talk about Disney. And we're going to talk about Marvel. And we're going to talk about all these things. But let's just forget about all that for a little while and go back in time. And let's, you know, let's let's just get rid of, um, let's get rid of the, the um, excuse me. Let's get rid of the, uh, let's get rid of, rid, rid of that. So I personally don't like this version but this this song um this song came out and you guarantee we'll get we're gonna get caught for this one if we play for too much of it because <laughs> this guy is uh, he's got boys out there uh making sure that you don't f around with his music he's like there's certain artists that if you're effing around they'll get you like they'll shut the whole channel down so we'll only play a few seconds of this because yep. otherwise we're gonna get how long did he do an intro for this damn song this is why i can't stand this guy to see if I still feel so this is the original version of Hurt. Focus on That's all we got. That's all we can do. So yeah. you know the song. Uh, now, somebody who doesn't care. This is a song where I feel like this was better. The acoustic guitar in the intro on its own. Like I, I like the effects on the original. Today. It's got this cool intro. You can feel his voice, but it's this. It, it, I don't really care so much until it gets until it gets to like this, the constant piano. That build up, right? So I think that's better. I think that Johnny's version, the pain in his voice, my empire of dirt. I don't think that's pain. I think that's age. Uh, okay, I'll give you. I you, I can I take that argument, but I do. I just hear something in his voice, the way he s takes Trent's words, that I just don't hear with Trent. I think that's better than the original. I I would rather hear Johnny's. I'm gonna argue. You that do not agree with this. In the original, I hear the pain in Trent Trent's voice for the sake that he doesn't do a lot of slow songs. And I'll give you that, but let's find it. I want to find those moments real quick because I'm not about it. I, see this right here. Where's the needle? The needle line. Yeah, it's right there. It's right there. I don't hear pain no, in that. It's, it's, that's a that's an important line in the song, and I don't hear nothing there. It sounds like I'm just singing a line to me. If it was that important in the song, let's hit the. You want that chorus? Yeah. Oh come on! Don't make me play. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> chop it up so I don't get in trouble. Right? I'm trying to chop it. I want to yeah. catch it right when he sings. What have I become? Right? Ah, that there I get it. There I yeah. kind of feel it a little it's, bit. It's it's more intimate to him. And I'll give you I'll give you that. One of the things I disliked uh, the, the, that guitar, even just that ding. Ding. I hate it. It sounds. I, it. It, I just. I think it's. Rec it's poorly recorded. It, I don't like I the sound of it. It doesn't punch me. And I'll argue this till the cows come home. The way this piano, right? This does not hit me the way that does. No, but throughout the song, uh, there's more industrial sounds Definitely. because it's nine inch nails. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and that's part of the song. But I, yeah. I don't know. I just don't think that adds to it. Either way, we can agree to disagree yeah. on it. It's uh, that we can agree on one thing. We can totally agree to disagree, but you're wrong. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's just I, one of the things we can agree on, though, is that the song's great, regardless of who did it. The song is a, one of the, the most well-written songs. And the funniest thing about this song is when uh, Johnny Cash's version came out, everybody thought that was the original. I thought Trent Reznor covered it. 
Oh, yeah. I didn't even do a good cover. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That was uh, ignorant. We, there's ignorance all over <laughs> that kind of BS. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> now, actually, this was kind of funny because you didn't know this. You, you were you were like, oh, that's a cover. Um, this was a pretty big hit song. In uh, I did know, but I just forgot because this because this was in like the O Henry. You commercial. said it was in an O Henry commercial. Yeah. What year did this come out? It said they're celebrating the 60th. Nineteen sixty four. Yeah. Right. So I mean, that's pretty cool. But like uh, the version of it that I, where's the version that uh, that I really want? We got uh, this when this record came out. It had eruption on it, and that was the big song. But I think just as many people. Oh really? We're gonna of course, whole, Van Halen's whole, gonna do his thing. Gonna do the whole damn intro. I don't need the intro, Eddie. Thanks. Can you just get to the song, Eddie? There we go. And then we got David Lee Roth. Where's David? Come on, David. Come on, David. This sounds like a drunk guy at a bar. Hey, yeah. girl. <laughs> you know, you got me so that I want to spend my last 15 bucks on that. <laughs> See, that was, again, in... Oh, I we got to edit that. <laughs> I'm going to have to make a quack? Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of a song. Way to go. Keep the first half hour clean. So I don't know. What do you think about that? I think Van Halen definitely. That that's a smart version. Bands that take songs that weren't really recorded that well and kind of give them that modern technology. Maybe throw a guitar riff over what was you know an old guitar riff. I think that's clever. I think that that's always a winning combo. Uh, but I, I'm not taking anything away from the original too. So me neither, because that was that's a rock and original. Let's look at that. But to to me, it just sounds like the original was was recorded live off the floor. Kind of thing. The entire band, maybe in separate rooms or whatever, doing it. Yep. Whereas uh, Van Halen, I could see being separately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's inside the modern technology yeah. field to an old riff. Um, but there's definitely situations where I think the riff, no matter how famous it is, is you just put the riff to a guitar, you've got a hit. You've got like a, a, a hit on your hands, and there's just no way around it. And yeah. this is a. I don't know, probably a perfect example of it. I don't know how I probably have to chop this up for sure. Sorry, I'm just I'm I'm just oh so into it. Yeah, we're gonna get in trouble. Yeah. Um but anyways, I remember that being a huge hit when I was a kid. Yeah. So the first time like the very first time that I was ever sitting around, like I was just watching much music, and I was like, "What? What's this? Is that the? Is that the? That's wait a minute, right? Yeah. It was a pretty big deal. It was a pretty big deal the first time. I don't know how much trouble we could get in from these guys either, too. But I just played a couple seconds there, but just this. Yeah. Okay. Woo! Yeah, on the bridge. The At the bridge end, there, he does yeah. that. Oh, man. And then he's got the sidewalk light even, up. Even the, that little lead, like... Yeah. Oh, let's get... Hey, it's okay. We can, we can get to it. Where is it? Yeah, you like this? Like, that's just huge. Now, you had an interesting... I was talking about this. I believe that the... Um, this new version here is better than the original because it just does so much. I love MJ and I can't take anything away. He invented every genre he did. But like they definitely made it theirs and I'd definitely rather watch them do it live. Yeah. I mean the you energy told, in it. You told me higher. an interesting fact. So yeah, about this. so the interesting fact with uh, Smooth Criminal is 
there's a Mandela effect there. So everybody, well, most everybody that listens to the song remembers the lyrics, you've been hit by, you've, you've been, been struck, struck by, by a smooth criminal. But And in that song, that's what he sings. Yeah, in the cover, that's what he sings. Well, but, let's, but let's hang on. Original, let's, let's, let's make sure. Let's yeah, prove to these people. Let's see if we got if I can find it. Where is it? It's at the end of the song. Okay, we'll catch it at the end. Nah. <laughs> it's after this part. Okay, we'll give him a second. So he should say it one more time before this over? Oh, maybe not. I don't know if he's gonna. Oh, no. Okay, no, that was... Whatever. We should It'll be at the end of this. Stop chopping it. Yeah, we're gonna... Well, I just don't want to get in trouble. If yeah. I move it, I can't get in trouble, right? Yeah. Kind of stuff. But either way, he does say it. Take our word for it. And what are you saying? In the original Michael Jackson... Now in the original Michael Jackson saying, you've been hit by, you've been hit by. Okay. I got the... It's right before the chorus. It'll be at the end of this. No, that is the chorus. <laughs> Stop trying to find the stuff. I want to. I, I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm like, really? Right Did right. It'd be after, after this, this one? After this. Let's see. It's not struck by, and he no. never friggin' says it. No, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the lyrics on the screen. You've been hit by and hit by. It's there, bro. Yeah. You're right. But then I, he says struck, bro. He says struck in this damn song. No, it, oh. I swear to God. He, oh, in the Alien Ant Farm, he says struck by. It's right after this. Yeah, it's got to be right here. What? <laughs> you win. Boom. Mark wins. Mark wins. We need a bell. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Round knockout. That dude, that's effed up. Yeah. You got, that's Mandela Effect 100 P. Yeah. Because even they covered because it. They, covered they it. even covered it wrong. Dude, that's Mandela. I guarantee you if you go back before the cover to 1995 when the band was forming it, and, and that recording was out, the recording says struck and things Ooh, the aliens came and changed it around so that we don't know what's up. That's the Matrix, bro. That's the cat in the yeah. Matrix. That's the deja vu. That's anyways. We're gonna get Randy, on to Randy Marsh got probed, and suddenly yeah. everything was different. <laughs> he became Lord, 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 <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> um, I'm gonna keep whipping through. I've got a few more before I get to my favorite band that does covers. Let's. Um, I want to give this one a quick try. I think this is one of the the best like uh, improvements that's ever been done. I don't even want to listen to this. Uh, there was a secret chord that <laughs> David played. <laughs> I can't even listen to this without crying, without laughing. <laughs> but you don't really care for music, do you? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds like, I can't say that on uh, the first half hour, it's too mean. Yeah. I don't think we're getting in trouble for this because everybody that 
is part of Lenin's, Lenin's company's dead. Yeah. Hallelujah. Sing it with me, Mark. Hallelujah. So much emotion and power. Hallelujah. I can't anymore. All right. The reason I can't anymore is just because, like, it is so much. Like, uh, I could just, like, I could literally inappropriately. Never mind. You know, you know what I want to do when I listen to this. But we'll move ahead to the pretty parts. I won't, because he jams for a while. <laughs> but you don't really care for music, do you? Like this, just. And this was actually in Shrek, in an emotional part of Shrek. Yeah, it's and been a lot of. And when you hear it, I'm like, I'm crying over Shrek right now. Yeah, bro, this song gets you. That's that's the power of this song. Yeah. And that's not in the original. But not in Leonard Cohen. Not in Cohen. <laughs> like, listen. And the guitar. It's not, that's why it gets me, because it's not just the voice. The voice is beautiful, but it's the guitar. Yeah. That's pain in the voice. Yeah. I don't know how much trouble I'll get in for that because he's got money too. He's got money, that boy. So enough of that. But that's one of the ones where I, I would argue with anybody. So the cows come home that the original can't touch that. Uh, this might be one that you would disagree with, though. This might be one that. Maybe you'll disagree. Maybe you people out there. Oh, oh, wow. We almost got an ad. We almost got an ad. They tried. <laughs> tried. But I, you, I got programs for that. I, Of course, it's got a Western swing vibe to it. Oh, man. I do love this song, though. Yeah. Now, oh, Mar the flange. Mark, Mark, the the yeah, it's the effects, right? You know what it reminds me of is your argument with. Nine Inch Nails because of yeah. the, the effects. And they do add. Now, I would argue that in this song, the effects add to the original and do give it a vibe. I think he Stardust vibe that was necessary. I don't think Trent needed to do all that. I think he had a good song with good chords and he should have just done it the way Johnny did. And I think it would have been awesome. That's why I, I argue it. But this one, they're totally different. So this, uh, on its own, is an amazing song. You you sang pa a bit of this. Pauses, pauses. You sang a bit but of in, in the But in the Reznor version, you have... He's soft the entire song, but at the end, the last chorus, yelling, "You could have it all." And yeah, it's, yeah. It's so, oh, powerful. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. It, that last chorus is definitely the best part of the song. I just don't want to wait three minutes for the best part. <laughs> Sorry, it's just me. Um, I love Bowie's version, and I'm not taking anything away from the late great David Bowie. I mean, who would? But then, like 20 years later, 15 years later, another really talented, troubled guy was like, I really would like to give this song a, 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 a try. And it was at a performance that everybody was questioning because it was a first acoustic performance These of guys everything. Were, they were known for being a, yeah. I'm an egg in a cream! I'm an egg in a cream! I'm an egg in a cream! But I can't say that because it's the first half hour. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what he is, right? Yeah. You know? And he's given us this, given us goals. One of my favorite parts, though, I, well, I doubt we'll, we'll find it, but when he does that that, that slide riff, at the, he messes up horribly flat, and they never edited it. They yeah. left it in, and even when you hear the song on on on, the, on cue, and I love it. I love it. It's just part of the imperfection of the man, you know? Yeah. The Anyways, can we agree that Nirvana at least did it justice and maybe just crept ahead a couple steps, yeah. just a little better? Took Brought a new vibe, and it was... a. Uh, to be honest, the reason that this song, ooh, this is, oh, 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting a little. Stop swearing. I'm getting emotional <laughs> even thinking about it. Um, the reason that this became such a big deal is because this is Kurt Swan's song. Yeah. This was the last thing he gave us before he was like, I'm checking out, boys. Yeah. I appreciate the time on this wonderful planet of yours. And then, the, and then Courtney did him. But these stomach pains is yeah. just too much. No, I don't know. I believe. I believe Courtney did him in, but I'm not convinced he wouldn't have done it himself if she didn't. I'm real. It's, it's a volatile, but either way, what a great man and what, what a great justice he did to that song. Another band that took a song that was, you know, I don't like this. This is another one that I'll be honest. I think the original's Cohen level crap. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but it is a great song in its essence. It had a great, it had a great message and it had a great vibe to oh, it. And it was. You guys have to keep in mind this is old, like older than 60s. I believe. Oh no, sorry, I'm lying. 64, 64 as well. It's not a bad song, yeah. but the lyrics don't really reflect the mood, right? It's, I, I don't know. This song doesn't sound sad to me. But then you know you get this 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 our our the official version that the boys in Pearl Jam put out, and it just slaughters you. These guys sue, I think, as well. So well, I don't think I can do I, any more than a few seconds of that. So do you I agree that that's better? Oh yeah, yeah that's that's one sure. of those. Yeah, for sure. I love Pearl. I I'd play more of Pearl Jams, but they're super. Uh, I think they're real, one of the ones that's really picky about like if you play a piece of their stuff, uh, they'll catch you. They'll they'll shut down the episode. But this um, that song, I'd play more of it if I could. But it it's truly uh, powerful the way he sings it when he does the ooh ooh. Yeah. He he. It's just an and then, oh, and then, and then does his, yeah. his yelling. And then since then, he there's, there's it been up. another. Uh, Another artist that covered it, one of the greats. His name was uh, Army Shot. <laughs> uh, it's up on uh, YouTube. One of the greats. <laughs> you have it? Can you play yours? Do you uh, have yours hooked up to play a bit of it? Means we're in the well. Glass we'll, kiss. we'll do that. We'll do that towards the end Before, after this, uh, okay. because there's one cover that I would like to to add to this. All right, all right. And I'm then uh, and then yeah. So okay. after we switch cables and uh, get your laptop out of here, we'll we'll do one more cover. So the pearl. I'm gonna get rid of that one now. Here's another one. A lot of people have covered this, and you actually made. Uh, this is a 1973 song. You made fun of me and said, "Well, are you gonna mention Avril Lavigne's version?" <laughs> yeah. Dylan gonna sue? I guess we'll find the camera's out. Camera's off, but I got that <laughs> yeah, light. You got swinging. it. Oh come on, just sing the song, Dylan. <laughs> That's why I can't stand you, Bob. <laughs> now Dylan's a—he's like a seafood. <laughs> he's an acquired taste, okay? <laughs> Him and Bob Dylan and Neil Young. If you don't like them, that's okay. But I mean, at least he was hitting a note there, because in a lot of songs he does that. What? Where'd that guy go? He's so high. But I'm gonna be real with you. Like, there are better versions of this song. Unfortunately, these guys love to sue too. Yeah. They any, way to make, any way to make a dime? Mm. He's in his underwear in the clip, too. I love it. He's always in his underwear in this video. I don't care so much about Axel as much as it's what it for me. It's all about this right, coming up here. I, I'm going to jump right here. 
Oh, Slash. This solo. Bro, we're up. Fucking wrecks me every time. I'm coming! I'm coming! Sorry. I apologize, guys. This is Alex from the Shop Pod, and I would just like to apologize for everything that just happened on the show. But anyways, you, yeah, you got to admit, it slashes, and he's got these octaves he plays over the yeah. three-chord chorus. He's a genius with that stuff, so we've got to give him that. Okay? I'm on to my last one. That's For me, those are the best the songs that are better than their originals or give them a damn good go for their money. These are some of the best ones. You want to throw one at me before I get to my boys that I think are the best at this of anybody? Uh, if you look up uh, Summer Breeze by Seals and Crofts. Summer Breeze by Seals and Crofts? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This is going to... I haven't heard of any of these words. <laughs> Summer Breeze... By Seals and... How do you spell Seals? Is it S-E-A-L-E-S, like yes, that? Yeah. Oh, I got it right here. I got it right here. You want to play this? Yeah. All right, let's hit this. What's this? <laughs> Number one hit. Night. Yeah? This is what you're looking for? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo! 1972. Yeah. See the curtains hanging in the window. Oh, yeah. I vibe with this. This sounds like something the hip-hop guys would sample. That drum is yeah. perfect for, like, Mob Deep or something. All those drums. Let this part play out. Okay. Now, stop this here. And stop your phone. <laughs> And now uh, look up typo negative summer breeze. Oh! <laughs> From the I Know What You Did Last Summer soundtrack. Oh my God. Okay, you're gonna have me here. Okay, this this I'm gonna <laughs> this I'm gonna like. This I'm gonna like. Hang on. I got it, I got it. Oh, it's eight minutes too. We're up at Yeah, it's slower. Oh so Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like Type. Type's good. I've, I used to listen to these guys when Much Loud was out. Remember I, I've that? I've heard too many people talk about this song, but I, ever since I Know What You Did Last Summer, I'm like, this is my jam. I just remembered another one, actually. I like this. And they're not going to get mad, I don't think, if we play a bit of it. All right, you ready for one more I just thought of? I forgot about these guys. Um, I'm just going to bring this up real quick. So, this is a classic. Are we going to get in trouble, you think? Just for the rip? Do you think we'll get in trouble for Probably. the Probably. Yeah? That's all you get, right? That's all you get. I don't want because I won't get in trouble. Well, maybe I'll play a little bit of the chorus so you don't you remember. 
right? Now this is what I like. I like taking that that on playing it there. That's cool. There's my but this is Seether. That's dope. Give it to me, Sean. <laughs> Too good. I can't get over it. I, I want to play a little tiny bit more. Just a chorus. Just a chorus. Talk, talk, talk over it so it's broken. Oh man, he does it so good. Alright, that's enough of that. But yeah, that's another one. Check out. It, they don't have that released on anything. It's just like online. It was never on a record or anything like that. What do you got? You got a cover you want to rock with yeah. me? And then I'm just going to do the my last boys. I got a lot. Well, the, well, okay. Do you want me to get them that. out the way? Yep. Alright, so. <laughs> Speaking of my boy George. Um, boy I really George. My my boy George Michael, right? Oh, I thought you were going for boy George. Well, we're gonna use yeah, George come Michael come being covered by Seether yeah. as a great oh, segue into, you know, what I oh, would. What a song! I'd consider probably <laughs> his greatest, probably. Six. No. Oh, okay. See now you're just changing it up. Right? Maybe I should cover "I Want Your Sex." And I'll never. I, that, so, that, that actually, that would be. Bro, on your list. Yeah. On your list. Okay? So this was a pretty big song, and you'd be like, I remember in 1998, right? Right? It's a good song, right? It's a really good song. So <laughs> it seriously must have surprised people when they were like, is that the riff? I know that riff. Do you know that riff, Mark? I, yeah, yeah, I, I know that. Yeah. Well, look, here's the lyrics. Is it, who is this? Well, that's not George. <laughs> that's not George Michael singing, is it? Oh, no. Who's singing that song? I actually used to sing this song. Karaoke? No, no, no. Because I'll do it at karaoke. Well, actually, I sang it for a grade 10 vocal class. Oh, my God. As part of my exam. Did you tell the kids to get the fuck up? <laughs> Did you? I was, get the fuck Yeah. So, I, I, I got to admit flat out. Does Fred not kill the vocal here? Oh, yeah, like he's actually sure. good. Even with the, the the reverb and the delay. Yeah, like he's got and Wes just bringing the bringing it like he knows how to. But this was the part of the song where people were a little surprised. I think they're like, okay, so. Oh yeah, I love this part. Wait, what? Wait. wait. Whoa! What? Ow! Ow! My ears! Holy shit! Turn it down, guys! Guys! Hey guys! Can you turn it? Can, guys! Ah! And then you got the rock. Fuck me! It's no so thanks. loud. It's so loud, guys. Guys, could you please, could you please turn it down? And it just got louder and louder. And just when you thought, what did you just tell me to do, Fred? He just told me to get the fuck up. Does George Michael say that? George Michael didn't tell me to get the fuck up. Oh. And that was the beginning. That was their first album, okay? That was their first first record. So, uh, this is another one here. So then they uh, they blew up and put out you know 
whatever the hell they put out Nookie and 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 uh and all that kind of and they put out My Generation and all that stuff. And then I think they were kind of on the down low. Like people were like, "Oh, I don't know about uh, I don't know about Limp Bizkit. You know, they're probably not going to be very relevant anymore." And they took another song that's really, really good. They took this song. This is the original version of. I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, do they have the speaking spell in this version? <laughs> This is a classic song by The Who. And I gotta say, Biscuit comes in and covers this. Number one, Fred's like half naked in this video. He doesn't look bad. He lost a bunch of weight for it. So it doesn't look too bad. So there you go, ladies. You can touch yourself inappropriately to Freddie. Apparently a lot of girls do. I don't know. It's a thing. Not since he got the gray hair and red glasses. I love this. Though. Like, he sounds great. Yeah. And then we'll jump to that chorus that that that, that, that like that. Oh, it kills that chorus. Yeah. And I like you were talking about industrial effects adding to a song. This one, that speaking spell shit, and the sounds right here in the background. I think they do. They take that acoustic that's in the original, and they, he just adds to it, gives it more ambience. They have a serious flange in the background. Yeah, I love it. Well, it's a keyboard effect that the DJ's running through yeah. stuff. It's good. I just love it. So, so you're like, oh my god, you know, these guys are, you know, these guys are 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 really, really, really good. Like, there's how many of these do they have? You know, so those two songs definitely, like, when they were on the down low after Chocolate Starfish, that song made them money. It was the only reason anybody ever bought that record. But the thing that gets me is that like they got asked to play a tribute show yeah. for Metallica. So there's a lot of bands that did this. And I could argue that every band that showed up at that show was Korn, um, uh, Snoop Dogg, Sum oh. 41, yeah. uh, a bunch of bands that were actually, actually good. Avril Lavigne was there. There's a few bands that were actually done. Aaron Lewis uh, did Nothing Else Matters with Mike Mushuk. Yeah. And they were all good. I would even argue that Korn's version of one was the best, but one of them stood out. One of them stood out above everybody. So this is the original Metallica Sanitarium, which has got a lot of emotion. I want to get to the vocal. I just, it's a well-written song. I would argue that as far as Metallica goes, this might be one of the most accessible songs. Like, if you played this song for a kid that didn't like heavy music, it's got a nice slow intro, really brings them in. You get this chorus. Really, really well written. We can, we can, we can probably stop it there because uh, I don't want Lars to. Lars is that. Hey, 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 hey. What's going You guys remember that Napster shit, right? Well, I'm here. I'm here. I hear you guys playing on fucking songs on your fucking podcast. Who the fuck do you think you are, right? <laughs> fuck! Who the fuck do you think you are, right? I just wanted to. I wanted. To, there's a. There's a solo in there too. But the the best part about the uh, this, this this show was when Limp Bizkit came out and did their version of it. I'm just gonna jump ahead a little bit. Yes. It's a little quiet. Oh, never seems to change, just leave it mentally zero. 
Like it's got, it sounds like the biscuit, but it's Metallica. Perfect blend. I'd argue this is better than the original. And Mark just air drumming the shit out of this song. Too good. And they have one more after this. Yeah, they had it. You got one well, biscuit? Yeah. Oh, hell, what else yeah, did they so, do? So, Mission Impossible, the movie. Oh, came you, out, you're right. You're right. Then, you're right. And then they were asked to do the theme for it. And, you know, you just had. Well, like, this was the third one, and it had. I was this. The, Tom Cruise was in it and everything. And I remember, you know. Um, that <laughs> Tom Cruise? Wait, he was in Mission Impossible? Well, no, I remember, you know, it was a big movie. My point is, is that it was a huge movie, and it was the third one, so it was a franchise-building experience, and they were like, yo, Biscuit, will you guys lay down, you know, a track for us? And I, I, have, I actually give you a bit of inside scoop on this. They were asked to do a song for the Mission Impossible, and they weren't told to do the theme. Yeah. They weren't told to do that. Fred asked Wes if he could mess with the riff. He's like, yo, can you take the theme song from Mission Impossible 2? And do something with it, and this is what the and band love comes song. down to to, to 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 Fred and says, "Here's what we got." And Fred's like, "Here's what I got." Like I should. Now, this ain't even the best part, you know. Let's get to this. Let's jump ahead right here to our. I know why you. Hey, Mark. Mark, I know why you want to hate me, bro. I, know why you wanna hate me. I understand. I understand. It's okay. Oh, okay. I understand. It's it's just it's not your fault. Oh. It's just all the world has seen lately. Oh, it's just is, all they've seen. It's very relevant to to this day from when the song came out. It's, and this song came out uh, 23 years ago. Is all the world's ever seen lately? And now you want to hate me, eh? <laughs> well, we're not surprised. <laughs> Anyways. Biscuit knows how to do it better than probably anybody. I would argue that <laughs> if someone put a gun to my head and said, who's the best? Not only does Biscuit have their own set of hits from Nookie to my generation to, excuse me, Full Nelson to, you know, um, Eat You Alive. And what's the new one? Dad Vibes. Yeah. So much greatness. And they're becoming cool again. They have more Spotify they're listeners. They're becoming cool. They are. They, they have more Spotify yeah. listeners than P. Roach, than... Um, um, uh, all the uh, Lincoln Park, they've beat Lincoln Park. They beat them all. They've gone ahead of all these bands that they were kind of grew up around. Um, so that's I just think it's cool. So Biscuit's my number one choice for covers, and I've, I think we've got a pretty good comprehensive co comprehensive list there. If you heard anything that you uh, didn't know about, go check it out online right now. Uh, other bands that do really good covers too are Newfound Glory. They have a whole covers album. Weezer has covers albums. Go check all that stuff out. They're fun, but I just didn't want to play all that. What do you got? I think there's some Army Shot covers we got to do here. Yeah. We're going to hook this up. Do you want this? Do you need this? Nope. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 Oh, this is better than the Pearl Jam one. She's got it, so I got to be good. So I can see my baby when I leave. 
Are we going to get sued? I don't know. No, this guy could sue us. He's a bit there of a... I heard yeah. he's a prick. Army <laughs> <laughs> shots are prick for copyright. Yeah. Now, before, before I stop this, the second verse uh, where you hear a little more emotion in the, in the, in the singing. So that song, I hate that I, song. I, I went over the lyrics of that song, and then I thought, okay, well, I mean, that's enough to make a, a sane man mad. And so uh, I came up with a rock song off of that, and it starts out with, uh, like, the year. It was 1958. I was on top of the world, just sitting at Makeout Peak, just me and my girl. <laughs> and, uh, and then it comes into that, uh, that rock song about the killer stalking a couple Oh, so you made it more of a horror thing. Yeah. Somebody instead of the, yeah, the but, accident, but it was the horror. And then, the and then in the, the the song two, which is a continuation of the story of that first song, it's supposed to be the killer kind of explaining his motive, and he talks about how more or less the lyrics of that song. There was a car pulled out uh, that was stopped in front of him that he didn't see because of bad weather and rain, and he ended up crashing into it. So he's like, I lost my girl, now somebody else has to lose theirs. <laughs> it's <laughs> like the part two of life yeah. is always <laughs> like, I'm mad now. So yeah. I That's actually really clever. <laughs> I like that. Huh. Huh. I want to <laughs> see this now. <laughs> I want to see this now. Um. Oh. Now, Tamara had mentioned... Um, the uh, Blue Monday by uh, Orgy as well. Oh, yeah. That's another good app. That's a good one, too. Yeah. That's another fantastic cover. Also, Lip Biscuit covered Jump Around. Yeah. <laughs> they, they killed that, too. They do an amazing version of that. 21 Pilots tried to do that. Oh, I should have uh, included 21 Pilots doing a cover of uh, MCR's Cancer, but I hate MCR, so oh well. Oh, even uh, them... Uh when uh, the singer on ukulele was singing, I oh, can't help falling in I love. Can't, yeah, that uh, that would have been a good one to include too. I should have put that on there. Yeah. That I think it's better than the original. That's another better than the original. I think his yeah. version. But anyways, so we're we're gonna get. Uh, so we're gonna get before we get to the downf downfall of the world. <laughs> we're uh, we're we're gonna talk about some movie stuff. So there's been a whole bunch of like. Deadpool teasers that have kind of been released and and people are saying that they're witnessing people on set so like Jennifer Garner is on set of Deadpool 3 for her Electra ben, ben Affleck has been on site for his Is he Daredevil? Daredevil. He's going to play Daredevil? Yeah. Why? Doesn't because from from, from from what I hear it's going to be a story of Deadpool and Wolverine destroying the Fox universe. They're going to kill them all. Kill, kill the Fox universe yeah. so that Charlie Cox can be Daredevil? Uh, maybe. Please, please. Because <laughs> he was in Spider-Man. Yeah. And Tom Hardy's in this, that. Oh, and uh, Channing Tatum as Gambit. 
Oh, I heard about that. There was like, yeah, I heard Channing Tatum was getting that would be dope, bro. I'm down. I'm about that. Yeah. I'm about that. But it's what I'm loving is the pictures of Hugh Jackman in the yellow nineties Wolverine costume. Or I guess you could say the comic book costume <laughs> yeah. if you want to call it. But they 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 revamped his costume for the for the um for the nineties TV show. Yeah. And it was definitely cool. Like it, it looked pretty dope, but I think he looks badass in it. Finally we get to see. Although he doesn't have the face on. I thought they'd give him the face part where he's with the black uh <laughs> with you know the the black like pointy mask. I don't know. I just wish he had something on his head. They they probably they'll probably have that. Maybe. Maybe yeah. they will. That would be pretty cool. So you're super excited. When what's the timeline for Deadpool three? Talk to me about it. Uh, I believe it comes out September of 2020. Ah, uh, no, it was supposed to be September of 2024, but they moved it up to it got, May. It got one of those ones that was moved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and th- that's a good thing too because us Sonic guys were supposed to be releasing Sonic three in December 2024, and we were supposed to go up against Wave of the Water, and Deadpool was supposed to come out right around that time too. And we were so now that they've all moved to next year, Sonic three is feeling good about that. Yeah, Sonic three is feeling. Sonic 3, uh, also, Knuckles is done filming, and Sonic 3 has officially started filming. So if the script must be done, it must not have been affected by the writer's strike at all. Yeah. And I have heard nothing about Jim Carrey. Nobody knows if he's in this third movie or not. Nobody. Nobody knows. It's really, really fuck. It's, it's like we're all like, well, where is he right now? Does anyone know where he is? Is he tweeting? Is he What is he posting? If, because they're cutting... They're cutting Film right now, like they're fucking taking takes. Yeah. So they, if it's, gonna, I don't know, man. If he is gonna have an appearance, I think you could get away with having Shadow, the bad guy, and then using Gerald Robotnik, Robotnik's yeah. father who created him in flashbacks as, and just leaving it at that. I think you could get away with just that. But I'm sorry, you need Eggman to be like, I found Shadow, and now we'll unleash him to the world and feed him chaos emeralds. Like with that, who's gonna do that? Who's crazy enough to take the ultimate weapon and feed it chaos emeralds if it's not if it's yeah. not old old Robotnik? So I don't know. I'm it's I'm just glad that these movies that we were worried about competing like Deadpool and Way of the Water have moved their dates. That uh, Deadpool looks so. I cannot wait to see Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman just their dynamic on screen. It's gonna be so good. Yeah. So much fun. So positive things to think about. Um, let's talk about negative things with movies, though. How's The Flash doing so far? It's been out a month now. They're taking it out of theaters. It's, it's done. They were doing, because it's losing money. They were doing two-for-one tickets. Yeah. You buy one ticket, you get... And I wish I knew that when I was paid for two tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did fucking do. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> God darn it, motherfucking Hollywood prince. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, it's a great movie. I loved it. I thought it was really good, and it was interesting to see Keaton's Batman during the daytime in any context. That was kind of cool we were talking about With that. better combat. Mm. That was so not him. <laughs> Although it was funny, though, because he kicked a guy in the stomach, and the guy was un- out cold. And I was like, wait, what? It's ba- Batman. <laughs> if a 60-year-old Batman kicks you in the stomach, do you get knocked out? I don't know. Maybe he's, <laughs> special, oh, okay. he's got special jet boots. <laughs> 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 when he kicked him, the guy leaned in and then he headbutted the bat helmet and he, and he ooh, knocked him unconscious. You, know, you yeah. missed that part. Yeah, you're reaching. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, but um, the Flash is, is a, a bomb because of Ezra Miller and the controversy around what he did. And there's another one. Now, Okay, you want to talk about the Dial of Can Destiny? Can I talk about Dial of Destiny yeah. and get into some Star Wars shit just yeah. a little bit? So Dial of Destiny, 
there was a rumor coming out that uh, the woman in it who plays an Amazon Prime's TV show, Flea, which is a great show, um, that she was taking the reins okay. of, of Indiana Jones. And James Mangold, the director, said, no, that is not it. That's not going to happen. And then the composer, what is it, John Williams? Yeah, yeah. He came out and and had to rewrite part of the soundtrack while openly stating that more or less she is given the reins for Indiana Jones. So she spoiled that. And then Kathleen Kennedy says, you know what? You know, we could give her the reins of Indiana Jones. And like, no, nobody's having it. But, yep. I mean, everybody just kind of thinks, like, let the franchise kind of die out for what it is. Like, everybody loves the classics. And, like, when Shia the Beef... When he was in the King Crystal of the Crystal Skulls. Skulls, everybody hated the fact that he was in it. Even though, at, at that time, he was, he was the a, biggest a top actor in the world. celebrity. Yeah. Yep. Everybody doesn't want Indiana Jones to be continued. They're just like, it's classic, leave it as it is. Just let it it's go. one of those Star Wars. There's space to continue, and people will respond. Indiana Jones, it's just not there. Yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this makes me laugh a lot. I might have to plug this back in for just one thing. So I, I watch. I'm part of a lot of Star Wars, just Lucasfilm community. So yeah. You got to understand the hate for Kathleen amongst this community. It's toxic. It's lethal. Okay. But these guys are all trying not to be toxic. So. Um, this guy named Star Wars Theory has three and a half million subscribers. He's one of the biggest Star Wars YouTubers out there. So you can't, if you want to talk shit about that, about th- about that aspect of things, like this guy's top tier. You know, he's not just one of these guys with like 50k subscribers. It's not. He's three and a half mil. His videos are, are doing well, and he's with another guy who's got um, not as much as him, like just over a million. Uh, and his name, uh, he goes um, under Den of Nerds. Okay, and they do get together and they do this thing called Nerd Theory. And they, they, so <laughs> they're, they're really funny because they want Kathleen God. They're like, if they would just fire her, like, think of all the great things. Think of all the great things that would happen. Just go. So they were like, listen, she does the sequels. They fail. They're garbage. They lose money. Okay. Han Solo loses money. Okay. Everything's, everything she's doing is just shit. And we got a little mermaid. She had her hands in that. Yeah. Money out the door. This dial of destiny was supposed to be because she's 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 her contract's up at the end of this year, and everybody's like, no, it can't be renewed. It, fuck renewing, get rid of her because they got rid of that other actress. So there's like the thirst to get rid of her is is so passionate. So when the dial and she's heavy in the dial of destiny, she's ba- it's it's her baby, right? So that that all the me the me and this community of people have this whole if it bombs, she gone, right? Like if this movie goes into the shitter. She has to go. They have to fire her. There's no way. You, you're talking to the stock traders, right? And you're saying to them, listen, we lost $200 million on, on this movie. We lost $300 million. All this de-aging for Harrison and all this. Yeah. This movie's going to destroy them. After Little Mermaid destroyed them. After Quantumania destroyed them. They all lost money. They all lost money. Guardians is the only one making money, and any profit it had has been <laughs> chunk eaten up by these motherfuckers losing money on the on these on these left wing pushy movies. Yeah. So <laughs> he has this whole if it boom she gone <laughs> and they just yell it all the time. If it boom she gone if it boom she gone and they just say it over and over like it's gotta happen. If we just manifest, right? So this guy that watches the channel took his whole if it booms 
Then she gone, you know, and made a song out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so good, dude. These, like, I just love this community. Like, when the community's coming together to make songs, and it's toxic. Like, this is what they're talking about with toxic fan base. This is what they're talking about with, because, but, but it's true. It's how many movies can lose a bazillion dollars before you try something fucking else. You know, I don't know what it is with DC. I honestly don't understand why Flash lost so much. To be honest, I, I I hear people online going, "Well, you know, I haven't watched it for personal reasons." Like everyone's like, "I won't support that," but doesn't really know the story. They don't really yeah. understand. Yeah. They don't really understand all the details of it, and the fact that like ninety percent of the people involved in the movie are not rapists. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, more than that. It's just, it, Ezra's a fuck up, and he's gone after this. Like, if you you're killing the DCU. Like they they're like, oh, I don't look Ezra. Yeah, yeah, but that's not what this is about. This is about everybody but him. He's gone. He fucked up and everybody knows that. But man, this is big. This dial of destiny thing is even bigger fuck up. Like the flash is probably gonna hurt the DCU, but I get the feeling that they're gonna be okay in the long run. They've got uh, we'll we'll see because Aquaman too still has to come out. And Amber Heard wasn't removed from that movie. So that'll be it. That'll, yeah, be, that'll another, be another bomb. They might not they might And that that'll suck because that's James Wan. And I was like, poor James Wan. Like, you didn't need this fucking shit coming into your movie. Is that not the guy that just gave up on Fast X, too? Is that not the no. same dude? No, James Wan is the horror god. Okay. I can't see that going over that well anyway. <laughs> I just can't. It's just like that. He, well, he, he did the first Aquaman and made like a billion dollars. Yeah, but it sucked. I'm sorry. That movie's garbage. <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad. I I, I, I could write a better liked. script if you shot me in the leg and cut one of my ears off. I liked. I liked how they did many of the underwater stuff. Oh, it looked good. I'm talking about the story was horrendous, boring, and predictable and stupid. That's <laughs> what I couldn't stand. It made the Dark Knight Rises look like good. It, it was I couldn't that was plot issues for me. I like and I love Mimosa. You know I love Mimosa. I, I'm all about Jason Mimosa. I know that's not his name, but I love that motherfucker and he's amazing. I, I told it is his name on the show. I told everybody that to go see Fast X because of him alone. He is the savior of that franchise for these next two movies. See, I finally saw Fast X and yeah, you're not about it. No, eh? I thought he was just trying too hard. I liked it. I thought he was fun. I was like, whoo, this guy's good. He reminded me of like a like like the joker but like a little less crazy i liked it i thought it was fun he's uh he's got no, he just he literally just wants to watch the world burn he's not there for money he's not there for revenge he just wants everything to get fucked up for those guys and, and enjoy it and he'll do that as long as he can until the things don't fuck up for them anymore yeah. i love that malicious behavior that just i don't care i'm just here to watch you hurt i like that not a lot of villains that could build a story around that where you buy it i believe it with him he's like yeah my dad was a bazillionaire we were like the richest people on earth I don't care. You just killed my dad. I just want to make you. I just want to fuck with you yeah. because you told my family. Now I'm gonna take <laughs> your family. It's a genius idea yeah. to, to 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 say, oh, this. So let's pretend Dom took this guy's family, so he doesn't care until he takes Dom's. It'll be great. But that <laughs> story was actually done with Luke Evans and uh, Jason Statham. Yeah, and I wasn't nearly as invested. <laughs> Not even fucking close. So clearly, Mimosa's got something going for him because yeah. I love it. I thought, and I also like that they use the old fast. Eight footage or fast seven yeah, footage yeah. for the heist in the beginning. I like that. Apparently, they're not gonna. They don't have Walker wasn't in. Like I ruined it for you and told you Paul wasn't in it. They didn't do any de aging or use his brother or any of that shit. And that, but like I was like, oh, Brie Larson, what the fuck? Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, she looked good in that bodysuit. I'd bend yeah. Brie Larson over and pull her hair so fucking hard. But I was like, but then I would immediately she, never she not, talk to her again because she, she's really, really annoying. She's nothing like Kurt Russell's character though, and that's her dad. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah, I can't argue with that. But God, she looks good. I can't deny that she's in that like pale blue pantsuit. I was like, God, <laughs> fuck me. Blake, can you guys rewind? Guys, can you guys rewind that for me for a minute? Like, she does look good. But man, she couldn't act her way out of a paper bag. Yeah. Yeah, she's the Nicole Kidman of our time. <laughs> oh, look how pretty you are. Don't worry about the acting. Just smile and wear something tight. All right. All right, Cameron Diaz, part two. Next. All right. <laughs> Have I been rude enough yet? <laughs> okay, just making sure. Yeah, I'm not a big Brie fan because she loves to talk. Isn't she one of the, if you're not vaccinated, I hope you die people. Isn't she on that list? She she was. Her and Ashley. I don't make movies for white men. Right, yeah, right. Okay. The ones that pay your contracts? Okay, just <laughs> Yeah. The only thing worse than a white man is a white Jewish man, and that's the ones that bought and sold you Brie, so oopsie daisy! <laughs> So uh, we're going to get into the more uh, of the downfall of the world. All right, let's get into some serious talk. So this is just a quick bulletin point. So hundreds of Canada's military members are filing a $500 million lawsuit over the COVID job jab mandates. Uh, in Texas, a biology professor was fired for saying sex is determined by chromosomes. Now, there was apparently a, not, a lot more said, but when he said this, this was the catalyst for him being fired. So I want everyone to remember this. This is a good example of science versus liberal science. There's science, which is the systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation, experimentation, and the theories of testing against evidence obtained. Then there's liberal science, which was stuff like COVID doesn't spread to the vaccinated. It's science or the vaccinated can still get sick, but they recover faster and can't give it to someone else vaccinated. Or the masks work at preventing you from getting COVID. Trust the science. Words from our actual prime minister. <laughs> See, there's actual science. Then there's the you better say this or else you'll lose your license to practice medicine and be fined for not going along with our agenda. These are two different versions of science. One's real and one's based on a narrative. When you break down biology to get to something like chromosomes, which determines sex, how you feel in your skin doesn't change that. Your hurt feelings don't, doesn't change the natural physical being. Your hurt feelings can, of course, be the causation of the change of your natural physical being by implementing measures that alter your physical being so you're no longer natural. But the key factor there is no longer natural. Now people are getting fired for being factual. I cannot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cannot attest to anything else said by this guy. But if someone was using the words chromosomes to determine sex as the catalyst to fire anyone, then maybe they should check themselves. Check, it, check yourself before you wreck yourself because facts are facts and fucking around is bad for your health. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, thank you, Ice Cube, for coming on the show. <laughs> Way, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, thanks, Cube. Got to calm down, man. Jesus. So the U.S. Supreme Court sided in favors of businesses the right to refuse service to people based on the owner's beliefs, whereas prior to this, the courts protected the individual. Either way, this thing goes against someone's views, and I'm in favor of the the business. Sort of. Let me explain. If you're a strong religious person, you won't necessarily be in favor of serving someone from the LGBTQ community. However, I, I know many strong religious people who are fine with it so long as it's not shoved in their faces. So let's say you're a person and you walk into a restaurant and order your food and leave. Boom. Service done. Got your food. Business made money. But if you're someone who heard this business was run by Christians 
and wanted to stir up controversy for social media. So you go in there, start making it with your partner and raising a stink about it, then attacking a person on social media just because you wanted to stir the pot, then you're a piece of shit who doesn't deserve to eat at that business. So you're saying, is this happening? Are people going in and like making out with like two guys are going in and like making well, out with I mean, each this other? W- yeah, that was happening at Chick-fil-A. Like when, yeah, when but I can't go in and make out with a girl at Chick-fil-A either. Yeah. Like you fucking idiot. So, What's so, the difference? Exactly. So it's not just black and white. It's a gray area. But if you're someone who just goes in to eat something and the business denies you based on the assumption you're gay, then that's a shitty business. Oh, yeah. You can't but do what do you do? Do you raise hell or should you just move? Move on to another business. Just move on is the correct answer. Word of mouth is fine. This follows the you do you philosophy I'm about. Not everyone is going to like you, and you don't have to like everyone, but you don't have to blast everyone on social media who doesn't like you. And why? Because it's okay to not like someone. And this goes against the leftist ideology, the Star Wars dark side philosophy. If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. <laughs> You're not doing it right, Mark, okay? <laughs> God, you're a bad Anakin. This is why whenever we role play, you're always Obi-Wan. I always, at least you get to win. At least you get to win, okay? Yeah. Don't underestimate my power! Okay? They gutted the affirmation action, which is set up to be an anti-discrimination law, still discriminated against people. Example. Universities would have let someone in based on the color of their skin and not academic achievements. It's not even based on equality. Asians, because they have an aptitude for math, actually have to have higher grades than everyone to get in. If anything, gutting this affirmative action will make it more equal. They'll have to have the same marks across the board to get admission. Mainstream media will tell you this is racist, but it's not. Just like Pride Month puts someone above others, that's what affirmative action does. It's not creating an equal opportunity. It's escalating a single group of ethnicity higher than perhaps they're even qualified to be. You can't change the standards of work and academic achievements to suit specific people. If you have a standard goal and someone's not able to reach it, it's not racism if they can't reach it. They need to try a little harder and push a little harder, intellectually and academically, to get there. This is basically that whole hiring people based on diversity rather than their qualifications, just at an educational level. And I mean, let's get to, hi there, kids. I'm crazy right-wing Alex here to remind (laughs) you that sometimes my crazy right-wing views are actually pretty accurate. And here is one of those exact times. Unfortunately, when you spend 20 years letting the police force and several other government and municipally and provincially and state-run things use a screening process, a screening process that doesn't necessarily hire or people that are most qualified for said job, but are therefore more of the right color of skin or maybe of the right sexuality for the job, okay? You understand what I'm saying? If you do that for 20-some-odd years, you're going to have many unqualified people in said force, whether it be the police force, the governmental body. It doesn't really matter where it is. The fuck-up is deep. 
And that's where we're at right now. That's just my crazy right-wing view for the moment. <coughs> Not saying we shouldn't have a black police officer. Just saying we should have a police officer that is suited for the job regardless of color, sex, race, age, and those types of things. That's all Here I'm saying. <coughs> Anyways, back to the shop pod. So it's not racist to want equality across the board. Everyone has to go through the struggle to bring themselves up. Everyone has setbacks. <laughs> not everyone is qualified to get into Ivy League schools, and you can't just change it so people of color get a participation trophy in levels of education. You have to be qualified and pass the same tests that everyone else has to. This is called a meritocracy. And I do, I do believe there was a time when you know there was class and uh, cl- class separation, so that you know your you people did see people of color or of a certain sex and immediately think, oh, they're not qualified for this position. That existed, and nobody's wrong in saying that. Yeah. It's been fifty years since this existed, though, guys. Yeah. It was like the late seventies when that shit started getting old, and by the eighties, any CEOs or managers that were firing or hiring or being racist or sexist were all disappearing. By the nineties, it was pretty much done, and by the two thousands, I don't think it existed at all. And it's now been twenty years since you've been allowed to be like that and run a company. Or, or if you run a company and you, like on your own, if you worked for a big company and you were like a racist bigot piece of shit, you lost that job. If you were like, well, I want to continue to be a racist bigot piece of shit and started your own company, that company failed. It's all gone. It's all siphoned out. It's all gone now. We all we want you won. That's why there's this fight for like, oh, but we're better than you because the, everybody's actually pretty equal right now. I, I as much as okay, when I say that, what I mean is that. Because I honestly feel like white. No, I feel like straight white males are getting the shit kicked out of them. So when I say equal, I'm, I don't. I mean straight white males are now below everybody. But everybody else is right here on par. We got the we got the LGBTQ. We've got black people of all sexes. We've got Arabs. We've got Muslims. We've got and then we've got the white guys right down here, just just below you all. Because apparently, just existing is racist for us. Yeah. Right. We should just be born with con- tattooed Confederate flags on our foreheads in case anybody wants to figure out who we are. Right. <laughs> yeah, thanks. For that. Yeah, it's basically what it seems like. Yeah. I was watching the Tom McDonald video today. He was laughing about that. Anyways, check out Tom <laughs> McDonald on Facebook if you want to know what's going on in the world. Yeah. Uh, so Sheila Annette Lewis has a publication ban against her. So uh, I talked about this this woman uh, last time on the Shop Pod. She. We got wanted- to do it with this. Last time on the Shot Pod. This woman wanted uh, an organ transplant. She was on a list for an organ transplant, and then because she wasn't vaccinated, she was taken off. The oh, list. buddy. So I, this might, go- I might start yelling at the end of the show if we're yeah. already getting so, to this. So this, uh, there, she was on a, a YouTube channel I watch for an interview talking about this. So YouTube also just quickly want to throw out there that if you say the vax is bad, YouTube no longer flags your video as as controversial COVID content. Yeah. It is now considered a known fact that the vaccine is unprovable to be positive. So if you talk about it in any negative fashion, you're no longer flagged. Right. Just so you know out yeah. there, kids. So uh, a public well, healthcare officials are denying us healthcare yeah. based on our vaccination status. Yeah. Just checking. That's in Canada. So Sheila Annette Lewis has a publication ban against her. For anyone unfamiliar with her, she is the woman who needed an organ transplant and was denied because of her unvaccinated status. The lower courts gave her a publication ban, so she's not allowed to mention the name of the hospital, the doctor, or the organ she needs a transplant for. How shitty is that? Heart. That's the corrupt... Heart. That's the corrupt... It's the heart! (laughs) ...legal system 
trying to protect themselves after doing something so corrupt. If it's not the heart, I will personally suck all of our listeners' dicks. That's how positive <laughs> I am. That's how positive I am. So they knew they needed protection from it, and that's why there's a publication ban. So she was told if she didn't take the vaccine, she would be removed from the list and placed at status zero, which means no longer looking for the organ she needs transplanted. Yeah, they give her a death sentence because she, she didn't then look. asked the transplant doctors if they would do an antibody body test on her. On multiple occasions, they said they didn't do that anymore. She then asked if they would send the requisition forms and she would pay for it herself. They still said no. She got it done on her own with a doctor out in BC. She did the test twice, and both times she was told she had natural immunity and high antibodies. She was then told it would be extremely dangerous for her to get the vaccination. She went to court asking the courts to overturn the decision of the doctors because it was high risk for her to take the vaccine. The two doctors that told her not to take the vaccine were doctors that had been working with vaccines for 30 to f 35 years. They told her not only was the spike protein bad for her, but so were the millions of nanoparticles within the vaccine. They would break down her cells. After the Supreme Court denied her case, she decided to turn to the U.S. She created a Give, Send, Go, which is a donation site. We talked about many times through the Freedom Convoy stuff. She needed $100,000, and Canadians came together and got this woman $110,000. Holy shit, that's crazy. And it's still going. The entire cost of this operation in the U.S. is $600,000. Oh, my God. She's working with a hospital in Texas, and now she's just waiting for a date from the hospital. 600 grand for one person to get one thing. Like, it's just nuts. Yeah. Uh, that's our country. And that and theirs too. Like they're both <laughs> fucking gone at this point. I don't know who's got it worse. Yeah. By uh, who? Who would you rather get fucked in the face by on a governmentally daily basis, Joe Biden or Justin Trudeau? I don't know. <laughs> That's a frying pan fire situation. How ah, would you like to get raped by a red hot iron or like an ice cold giant dick? <laughs> both sound horrible. <laughs> well, you have to pick one. Oh God. All right. And now, so just she, use both and kill me. <laughs> yeah. So she's just waiting for uh, a date from the hospital to start the procedure. Now, this entire interview is available on the YouTube page, Clyde Do Something. And it's remarkable to see Canadians coming together to help a Canadian in, in need that the courts and Canada Health won't. In other news... Free healthcare in Canada? Where? Yeah. In other news, tick illnesses are now being associated with climate for some reason. Just because? Maybe? A new regulation requires healthcare providers in Ontario to report cases of... Babesiosis, anaplasmosis, <laughs> and Pawasan pa virus, viruses to their local medical Pawasan. officers. Oh, that's one of my Japanese buddies. <laughs> oh, talk shit like that, bro. There have been anecdotal reports of these in the province for over the years, and now we need to track them because now ticks are able to survive our winters. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. This is like the, the fucking... The yeast plants learning how to control your brains in The yeah. Last of Us. I don't like when nature gets smart. <laughs> Did you know that if you take scissors and shear them near like bushes and you hook up like a lie detector test, you, they'll actually sh they'll actually shear. Yeah, yeah. Shiver? I, I, I watched uh, 
a bunch watched of a bunch of do- yeah yeah I watched a bunch of scientists actually hook uh, hook them up to some to electrical plants. reading different yeah. plants yeah. yeah and and tested them with uh, lithium and, and stuff like that and you you like actually see mm-hmm. a reaction yeah it's crazy. plants actually react similar to how we do it's yeah. fucking nuts. and like when you take off like a leaf it like it goes like incredibly the the readings are really high so it's like oh it's so it's actually in pain Feel, it feels yeah it, it feels it. it's yeah. fucking nuts dude yeah so the like we're we're what one season away from M Night Shyamalama Ding Dongs the Happening? Basically, yeah. Basically, that's, <laughs> dude, I, I, the Happening is probably the most realistic ap- apocalyptic movie ever made. Like, really, at the end of the day, nature's just like fucking done. Yeah, over. How you know? You guys are wondering how the dinosaurs. We're about to fucking show you how <laughs> the dinosaurs. You were like, oh, I wonder. Was it a comet? Was it? They fucked around and they found out. Here we go. <laughs> what? All of a sudden, the cows are just attacking us, and ah, everyone's nuts now. And it's like, yeah, don't breathe. <laughs> you know? Can you see pollen? That's how we're gonna get you. Anyway, it's very cool stuff. But yeah, that's um, that's scary. I don't yeah. like it when nature starts to get smart. <laughs> So they migrated up from the center of the U.S. to Canada, and being able to survive the winter is maybe what qualifies this as a climate change thing. I mean, I don't get that. We still had plenty of snow and some cold days last winter, and I mean, it's so it's yeah. But I can't really take where we live in the world and give any fucks about it because we're not near an ocean. If you want to understand climate change, you need to be near an ocean because that's where the climate change actually takes place. Well, CTV also posted an article: Could climate change affect our eyesight? They're literally pushing. Every if could single get any worse, thing I'll be, fucked. I'll be blind to scare you about climate change, but yet won't do anything themselves to flatten the climate change curve. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> flatten the climate <laughs> change curve. Combine COVID and climate change bullshit together. Now that Pride Month is over, while everyone is distracted with the submarine and Hunter Biden's plea deal and all that other shit, certain branches of media and government were prepping fear-mongering tactics for climate change to push fear into the minds of everyone. Because when everyone was afraid of COVID, the governments pushed their boundaries for more control. Also, don't forget that, you know, the Russians are doing nuclear testing, so we definitely don't want anyone to talk about that this week. That would be bad. Then that ended, and while that was going on, a war started, and part of the globalist agenda started becoming a real threat to the rest of the world while one country is fighting that. There's another country pushing their own one-government world, and that's China, but we're talking about NATO right now. Uh... While that's going on, Pride Month becomes too big. Like, okay, we get it. Go be gay and have fun. Except, no, it's not that. It's let's walk naked in front of children. Okay, slow yeah. your fucking roll. I saw some of the video my friends were taking of Toronto Pride and some other stuff, and I was like, you're taking your kids? Like, yeah. I, I remember like four or five years ago seeing videos of Pride and being, and when they were, you know, just the outfits, I was like, that's a bit like if I had a it's kid. It's like, gra- like year after year they were losing another piece of clothing and now they're just yeah. straight up naked. Well, I, I remember thinking then like if I have a kid, I'm probably going to be like, no, you can't go to that. Like <laughs> ju- back then, at five years ago, I remember thinking, yeah, that's not something I think a young kid should be. And I don't understand people. That, if you want to like go and party, because it is a party. It's a party. And it's probably if you want to get laid, you're probably gonna. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I get it for that. I get it for the fact that it is fun. Like debauchery is a good time. So like go downtown and like let's 
let's go, let's get laid and have some drinks. But like, why are people bringing children to the let's get laid and have some drinks event? It just doesn't. Isn't that what babysitters are for? Why have we given up on ba- babysitters just falling off and we're just like, I guess we have to bring them with us. Is that what's up? You have yeah. to bring your kids to the orgy now. You can't just do it on the weekends while the sitter's taking care of the kid and eat pizza. Well, it's all about grooming nowadays, right? It's fucking insanity. Yeah, I, I, I know. I'm try- <laughs> sorry. I'm trying to be naive, Mark. Let me fucking have it, okay? Okay, I'm trying, fine. Trying to pretend that they're not trying to steal my kids and rape and molest them, okay? Just let me live in this fantasy world where the LGBTQ community just sticks to themselves and does their own thing and isn't trying to steal our children and make them their own, okay? Just let me live in this world. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, for five seconds. And the only sad part is, is that 95 96% of the LGBTQ community is actually just like normal, regular people that want to have a family and be left alone to go to the grocery store and vote. They want to be able to hold hands with their significant other in public and they and w- be left alone. They want to be able to sit at a hockey game with their significant other and not have people point or say anything. They want to be able to go pick up their kid from school, elementary school and stuff, and they don't want a fucking flag posted up on their goddamn Poll. They don't give a shit. They just yeah. want to be able to pick up their kids and not have anybody le- bother them. You know what I mean? That's what ninety five percent of the community is. So that's part of what we do on Shotpot is debunk this shit where this five percent of malicious, psychopathic, grooming, cock sucking, fucking. I'm, I'm, I'm. Should I start using mean words? Don't don't. I'll refrain. But you motherfucking <laughs> cock sucking LGBTQ cock cock suckers are getting on my nerves with this children grooming shit. Like even the t- reading to kids. It's that no. No, I, I don't care. They're like, what's the harm in reading? Because I know where it leads, you fucking asshole. It's not reading a year from now, and then you're dancing with your cock poke poking out like the videos in the States. We've seen what happens in the States when we let you read to them. Then you're bouncing your cock in their face the next year. I've seen it. It's, a, it's sick. It's fucked. And, and people are like, bouncing cocks in front of children's faces? Why are they talking about that on the show? Because that's what's happening in schools. If you were wondering. It might not be happening in your school in Durham. But it's happening in Louisiana right fucking now. It's happening in Virginia right fucking now. And if we don't do something, it'll be happening here too. Fuck, it might already be. I don't have children, so I don't know. But we have a picture of a guy dancing for people in an elementary school, and it just pops out by accident. One ball, and you showed me the picture. That's the world we live in, and yet we haven't shut. If it was any other context, it would be shut down immediately. Like, if they were like, Oops, a nuclear bomb popped out when we went to hang out with North Korea. <laughs> you know, it just kind of popped out for a second, but it was just a second. Do you think we'd be sitting around going, "Ah, it's okay, don't worry about it"? No, we'd be over there fucking putting putting uh, what do you, what do you call uh, 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 what, oh, I'm trying to think of the word. Then we go. NATO treaties on those motherfuckers is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But we don't do that, right? You know what I mean? That's it's it's insane. If it was any other context, it would be a zero tolerance policy for balls hanging out. So but we're all, we're just cool with it. So yeah, I'm not about it. And the sad part is is that most of that community isn't about it. They don't want that. They so don't want it. We were talking about how Dial of Destiny is is failing, but another movie actually topped Dial of Destiny for failing? Box. No, no. Topped it in the box office. Like everybody's like, oh yeah, it's Dial of it's in the Is it Elemental? And then and then this independent film got released. It's Jim Caviezel's film, Sound of Freedom. Oh. And uh so this is oh, about that sounds like something I want to see. Yeah, so it's after rescuing a boy from ruthless child traffickers, a federal agent learns the boy's sister is still captive and decides to embark on a dangerous mission to save her. Sounds with, like extraction. With time running out, he quits his job and journeys deep into the Colombian jungle, putting his life on the line to free her from a fate worse than death. Bro, so people just love to watch child molesters get killed on screen. That's what that says to me. Yeah. They like it more than watching a leftist, pushy bunch of fucking cocksuckers pretend that Harrison Ford could still act. <laughs> That's what it says to me. 
Yeah, that's a shot. <laughs> but there, if you want to take a shot pod sound clip and show it to your friends, it's that one right there. <laughs> now that Pride Month is over, it's going to be climate, climate, climate. Except over in France, you have a potential Muslim takeover. They literally burned down the house of the mayor of Marseille and injured his wife. It's serious. They've had to put martial law into effect. And I don't know if that's going to stop them because they've burned down the police stations and started firing guns at people, including police. And the protests have spread out to Belgium and Switzerland. Remember when Trump said, they're not sending their best. They're not sending their best. That was the point. Yeah, he's fucking right. I'm not saying good people aren't getting through. We've definitely got some good people. Not here, enough. And I'm happy our not co- enough. country was able to help those trying to escape. We're not helping those trying to escape anymore. We're bringing the ones over. We're bringing the ones over there doing this. But we've got some bad ones. Our screening process. No, our screening process is pretty much taking the bad ones only at this point. Yeah. I'm sorry. It used to be so that it was they're not sitting there. Now it's just we will only take the shit ones because if they're good and they have money, we don't want them because we don't want that. We don't want people that could come here and use use their money to do something politically to change the country. So, and those bad ones right now in Europe are turning France upside down. The idea that it started over the police shooting a 17-year-old kid was the start of the coup. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it's been an unstoppable force since. Now, in Canada, it's not foreign to us that this is happening because over in BC, when uh, there was a a stabbing of, uh, there was a, a man who asked somebody to, not smoke around his kid and yeah. he, got, he got stabbed and then that guy sheik. that guy was it was yeah. a sheik that killed him because yeah. he had his knife that yeah. he's his, legally his allowed to carry knife. because it's religious and he, and he was arrested him. and then a, a, a crowd of sikhs just started protesting the fact that this guy was arrested yeah so, well you commit a murder yeah I that's okay man he's wearing yeah. he's wearing his turban but he's allowed to do it right yeah, that's what happens, man. This is what, dude, this is what happens when you bring these people over here and you don't show them how the rules change when you come over here. There's a reason you left your piss hole country, and I, I, you could be, a, dude. If you talk to real immigrants who actually built this fucking country, because there's plenty of Sikhs that have come over here and went, no problem, I'm okay with it. I like Canada. Yeah. I won't kill anybody. I don't have to carry my knife with me. You know, they're cool with it. We need that. The, the problem is, is that we're taking these people who are like, no, I'm allowed to carry a fucking weapon, even though like it's against your laws. It's not against mine. We're like, how's that Shreary law working out for you, Canada? Yeah. How's it working? We got dead white people fucking everywhere. How's it going? You know, I'm not about it, man. And now I got friends that work in the penal system in Kingston. I have friends that work there. OK, they punch in, they punch out every fucking day. So this is I don't I don't give a shit about your news. I don't give a shit about your statistics. I don't give a shit about what you heard. I have a friend that goes there every day. There is 80% Arabs in the federal penitentiary in Kingston. It's 80% Arabs. Yeah. That's a fucking big number, Mark. <coughs> Where pro- all the white people doing crime? They're in Lindsay because it's just stealing cars. The protests have now reached Montreal. So now mm. So now it's on mm. our land. Muslim protest. And uh, yeah, there's a big Muslim community in in Montreal and Quebec City and Hull, all yeah. those places. And so people are actually worrying whether it's through internet communication from over in Europe. And to they'll here. start blocking our internet because of it. You watch. Yeah. They'll start block. You'll go to search for something and it will say this site's blocked very soon. Get your VPNs now, ladies and gentlemen. The Shot Pod is not endorsed by any VPN company. If you're a VPN company and you would like to get free advertising. 
purchasing or advertising of some kind on the shop pod, get a hold of us right now because we'd love to advertise your product. VPNs, the only way that the internet won't know what country you're trying to organize, some type of political protest, whether it's violent or not, we're not really too worried about it. This is the only way you can do it without getting caught. VPNs, get your VPN today. <laughs> get your VPN and organize a local terrorist organization. Go ahead. Have so, at her. Why not? Yeah. So What's stopping you? With... Jim Caviezel's movie out now about trafficking children to raise awareness. I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat. Jim has mentioned adrenochrome in uh, in an interview. Ooh, this is this is okay. Yeah. This so is Joe Rogan is deep actually, state shit, kids. So, so, so Joe Rogan has talked about adrenochrome, and uh, and then you know you can watch them scary TikToks. And what I didn't know was the sick story behind Monsters Inc. They get their power from the fear in children. That's what adrenochrome is. Adrenochrome is a chemical compound created by the oxidation of adrenaline. So when a child is so scared, like out of its mind scared, and adrenaline kicks in with that fear, they essentially create slash emit adrenochrome, which if you're a QAnon conspiracy and dive into the baby-eating elites, is allegedly what they thrive on. But on the edge of mainstream channels, I'm seeing more and more of these videos and articles on the alleged baby-eating trying to get adrenochrome. Yeah, it's fucking insanity. I've also heard that they keep kids like a lot of these the child trafficking they'll they'll take some of the kids that have like um high emotions and they've got camps where they'll take them and they'll put them in rooms where they like it's like some um clockwork orange shit yeah. and they'll scare them to death and they'll pull their blood while they're showing them videos and shit that just absolutely terrifies just, it just makes me think of uh, Land of the Lost with Will Ferrell where he's sitting around a campfire and he's like oh, I'm, so, I'm so tired and he's got a giant mosquito on his back that's <laughs> sucking out all his blood <laughs> that's what it makes you think <laughs> you're a sick fuck Mark this isn't funny but uh, back to Quebec, CTV is reporting as Quebec gets wetter from climate change, we now fear landslides within 25 years of having more rainfall by 2050. And I got to stop you right there. Yeah. Like, what, like what is I it? I thought it was on fire. Yeah. So I thought it was really dry and on fire. Exactly. And now it's severely wet. Pick a lane and stay in it. Sounds like, you know, Quebec sounds like a woman. It's because it's either too hot or it's too wet or it's too cold yeah. or it's too fat or it's too skinny or it's, it's, it's just never happy. With whatever the fuck's going on. Your misinformation is now contradicting your misinformation. <laughs> well, I mean, they had, like, UFOs over California, and they're like, never mind! <laughs> you know, like, I can't put nothing past these guys now. <laughs> I really can't. So did you know Vladimir Putin will give land away to somebody willing to grow non-GMO food? And we're over here literally burning farms down, buying the land and yeah. putting up condos so that more immigrants, specifically Arabs and Muslims, can come buy those condos and live in them. He's very <laughs> against it to the point he considers it terrorism. I am guilty of buying fruits and vegetables from grocery shelves, so I'm buying GMOs, basically. But he considers it terrorism. Why is that? Well, Tom McDonald has a song out called Cancer. It's an older song, but still very relevant. And it shows someone progressively getting worse from cancer than passing away. It's a very touching song. If you've had somebody pass away from cancer, the lyrics will kind of make you want to rise Probably up. Probably fuck you up pretty bad. Well, yeah. and they'll I make, get a tissue box for this one. Yeah, and they'll make you want to rise up and fight against GMOs and, any, and anything that really pushes cancer to us. I mean, Tom nails it. Uh, it's a billion-dollar industry, 
because anyone who gets cancer, well, it'll cost so much for treatment. Chemo is a massive moneymaker. If you think they don't make fucking money off chemotherapy, yeah. you're wrong. Also, chemotherapy poisons you, and it's not the best. It's been proven that making your body more basic and less acidic it, it actually fixes you. It literally destroys your immune system, so it leaves you more susceptible to everything. It is one of cancer. the options for yeah. fixing cancer by killing all the cells so that you hope you get the cancer ones along the way. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be better to try and make all of your cells more basic so that the cancer cells die off naturally? Yeah. But they won't. The government wouldn't invest a billion dollars in that because there's no fucking money in it because there's nothing nuclear about about making your blood basic with salt and other shit. That's yeah. not going to make them money. But the shit that's in that chemo, that's all, that's all nuclear. That's all, all those, you know, on the periodic table and you look at the bottom and you look at cell 116 and 17 and it's all these fucked up things that we've made. That's the shit they're using to fix you when you've got cancer. It's all money for them. Yeah. Not going to make any money off just fucking uh, eating baking soda and potatoes because that's what should cure your cancer. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. So in the song, he literally talks about how uh, what, what people are willing to pay. They'll give up their house, their cars, whatever it takes to pay just to try and save someone, but with no guarantee that you can save them. And GMOs, which means genetically modified organisms, quite often modified by things that will cause cancer or other illnesses, but it's a double-edged blade coming at you, though. To give you a small example of the types of things they do, one of the most common and the most well-known GMO is that they would take genes from a fish, specifically a salmon, and they will splice it with the genes from a tomato because tomatoes are well are very hard to keep fresh and they're very hard to grow without them being they get eaten by everything beetles bugs everything loves a tomato tomatoes like bottom of the food chain for all insects but when you splice the gene of the tomato with the fish all those insects don't want to eat it anymore and it eliminates supposed that the, the pro this is the problem with gmos and why it's controversial because it's supposed to eliminate the need for pesticide because if you've modified it it, 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 the bugs don't want to eat it, so you don't have to cover it in a chemical to protect it until it gets to your table. So what's the better alternative, Mark? Do you coat everything in pesticides that, although they're supposed to be washed off, eventually get seeped into the fruit and vegetable and then end up in the table, in the skin, or in some byproduct of the, of the fruit itself or the vegetable? Or do you use GMOs, which modify, cause cancer, but keep the pesticides from being used? How do you win? This, uh, this one's a bit of a controversial topic. Greenhouse. You're not wrong. That is literally <laughs> the alternative, is to just grow things naturally and in a controlled environment and, and, and don't use pesticides at all. If bugs want to eat it, fucking let them. Make sure they're not around, right? Is that a realistic way for the whole world to eat, though? Everybody, yeah. if they had a... Like if they had, their if own. they got rid of their shed, if they in their had backyard. their own, you're yeah. fucking right. See, and not my, this is the world that me and Mark. That's the right wing freedom world that we want, but we're so far from it. <laughs> and I'm sorry, man, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt so, you. I was just trying to clear that up with people. It's a double edged blade coming at you because it's a double edged blade <laughs> coming at you. <laughs> just like it's all good just because you'll still get the health benefits. From and sweep her up like vitamins, nutrients, etc. But it's still got the risk of illness with it. The risk of illness? Well, yeah, from the risk of illness from the GMO. <coughs> I guess. I don't think it's a risk. I think it's almost a guarantee at this point. Like every fuck, who do you know that doesn't have one of the following: mental illness, some type of stomach issue with anxiety or throwing up, diabetes, some type of diabetes, a thyroid issue. 
Um, I, I can keep going. What else? Help me out here. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, what's that other? Th- I'm trying to. The word is just eluding me. Um, um, you know, where where some people get like really, really, really fat easily, and it's not really obesity. Their fault. No, but it's not really their fault because they have a well, their metabolism. Like metabolism yeah. is highly affected by this. That's what I'm trying to get at. You know, so yeah. if you don't metabolize, uh, or if you're metabol- well, that quite often happens from thyroid illnesses. Thyroid and metabolism very closely related. But I'm just saying, like all of these things are are related. They're all they all smash into one giant. We don't give. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> they're, they're all. They, <laughs> They're all just, fu- you know, they all they all go into one place where it's really easy. It's really easy to sit back and say, "Yeah, well, I want to eat properly, and I don't want to eat any of this bullshit they're trying to shove down my throat." But it's like, where do you get it? Like you said, well, you grow it in your own greenhouse, okay? So what if you're not doing that? Is everything you're putting in your mouth fuck gonna cause cancer, or is it garbage? Well, yeah. Un- unfortunately, yeah. we here at the Shot Pot are here to tell you the answer is yes. If you haven't grown it, or if you haven't driven to a local farm and bought it from somebody that you know those chickens was walking around. And I'm going to be real with you, Mark. All these chemtrails, all this fucking shit in the air. If I go up a half hour north to Raglan, right? And there's a chicken farm up on Raglan there, you know, White Feather. You go up to White Feather and they got homegrown, home range, whatever the hell they call them. Free range, happy chickens. That one's name was Chris. Name me, you know? That's Chicken's Billy. What? What's Chicken's? I want to eat Billy. Okay. <laughs> so we got Billy, and we murdered him, and he's here now. He's in. Billy, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, no. No. <laughs> Run. <laughs> Keep your head down. <laughs> <laughs> no, Billy. <laughs> so okay. So okay. <laughs> so, right. I used to be like, yeah, these are free-range chickens. I know they're here because six months ago I drove up here and I saw a little Billy. <laughs> little Billy. <laughs> and now I saw Big Billy and I, now he's dead. Now he's in a package and I'm taking him home and I'm having him for fucking dinner, okay? But I'm worried because these chemtrails and all the shit in the air, the grass that those chickens are eating out there in the field in Raglan yeah. is covered in chemicals from that. So they're getting it. They're getting it no matter what. There's no way out. There's no way out. You, it doesn't matter what you do. If I bring the chickens, like my friend Samantha has her own fucking chickens at her own fucking house in South Oshawa. She just had a friend of hers build a chicken coop. Okay? Yeah. She's got four chickens living on her fucking property. And I'm thinking, those chickens are eating grass in your yard. Acid rain in Oshawa has got to be the most the worst rain in the whole region next to Toronto for acidity and, and, and how bad it is. And you know there's that like so this the, the chickens are eating the acid rain. So you're not there's no way out of the hormones and the GMOs and the chemicals. Because the chemtrails and the stuff that they're spraying on the grass, is that not that 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 that's all GMOs are in that, right? Yeah. Like correct me if I'm wrong. It's all in there. So that the chickens are eating it and the free range fresh chickens that I'm getting from Raglan that are gonna keep me from participating in all this government shit, it's not helping, is it? That chicken's got the same shit in it. Yeah. Maybe not as much as the chicken at Metro, right? The chicken at Metro is probably the worst. But that chicken that you went to White Feather and got has still got something because they're still eating and that shit's in the air. And there's no way around it now. Yeah. So literally, unless you're raising it yourself and like feet, like, I don't even know. How do you keep that? I guess you build a tent over your fucking yard. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what you do. You have you remember that, that when you were in in kindergarten and you guys would all go into the rainbow tent and you put it, everyone would put it over them and sit in the middle. 
Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You need one of those over your whole fucking property to keep out all the GMOs and keep out all of the <laughs> the um the chemtrails. You ever see that picture of all the chemtrails yep. over Disney? It's like, oh, it's the pentagram. It's like they're they're mocking us. Like, yeah, they're laughing. <laughs> all I can think of is is uh okay. Tim Allen's uh saying you're mocking me aren't you like it's all it's i can like, picture is oh. rihanna do at the, at the super bowl <laughs> going like this like uh, uh what the fuck <laughs> and then she does it puts it on her bed she's like ah! <laughs> that's my baby it's illuminati baby illuminati baby <laughs> we work 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 illuminati baby it's so obvious man it scared the shit out of me yeah. i was like this bitch is evil it's it's here she's like that's right the son of satan is within my womb dance for me america that's all I heard the whole performance. You guys heard, like I don't know, I can't name any of Rihanna songs. I was gonna try and sing a Rihanna song, but I fail. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I can't yeah. do it. What's up? Ella, Ella, yeah, she's Ella, protected from the chemtrails from her umbrella. Ella, 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 hey, whatever the fuck that is. That that's you guys heard that. I heard. I'm coming for your kids. Did you did you hear about uh, the fact that uh, scientists are now saying that? It's probably only a matter of a few years before our internet is gone because of a solar flare. Really? Yeah. A solar flare? They're saying the solar flare is going to interrupt our technology. It'll fry everything? Probably. That'd be pretty sick, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, oh, what is CTV saying now? Oh, yeah? They got another, oh, yeah? Yeah, the solar flare shut them down. Also shut me down. Damn. Yeah, well, I mean, there'd be no more shot pod, but it would be just like, I think it'd be sick if we all went back to that. Like, it was just all to, yeah. like, like a flare happened and every electronic pizza, anything we make from here on out will will work, will function. But every currently existing piece, gone. Yeah. A lot of dead people. All those people on life support, bye-bye. No more tax dollars for you. Yeah. You're gone. Sorry, sounds like a good thing to me. I'm, uh, and, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> I, it's a mean thing to say, but the bottom line is, is that if it happened and it was out of our control, it was just like, well, that's a lot of people that a lot of money doesn't need to no longer pay for. All right, bye bye. What else is just whew, gone? Like pacemaker people. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> I know, I know it's, it's true. true. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I mean to laugh at you, but like, fuck. I got pins and needles in my arm. Are they? Am I done too? Is this arm just gonna like fly off? <laughs> I, no, I don't think that's, that's not how it works. I'm checking. If anything, it'll protect you from the MRI machine. I'll fuck. You'll be I'm, like, I'm safe. I'm checking. I'm just checking. Thank you for that. I appreciate <laughs> it. I, or it might just burn, right? <laughs> ah! Right. Yeah. It just starts cooking. Me. So I want to. I want to bring this up. This this was not in my notes, and this is just a random thing that I was talking to you about. And this is gonna make me sound misogynistic. It's gonna make me sound sick, and I'm really not trying to. What is it? With the male appendage that's so uncontrollable that, you know, if if our girl's crying and you just feel it move and you're like, hey, what was that about? That's funny. Yeah. What is that about? Is it just you, you said this to me at one point and I was like, you too? Yeah. Like, I, like you thought you were going to be <laughs> alone. And I was like, I'll be real. Like my if my girl's like bawling, like, <laughs> and I go over and I give her the big squeeze. It's OK, baby. Everything's going to be fine. I just like. And okay. I feel, I feel uh. this. I feel, I see the little tear run down her cheek, and like I'm definitely, definitely, I'm 100 percent hard. There, there's, I don't know, it's something about the vulnerability, maybe. It's like, oh. but, but I want every, <laughs> everyone out there, and like every female out there, to know, men can't control it. It's like literally, you're, you're crying about like a big life problem. Yeah, and it's like, 
motherfucker, just do it. Just put it in. And we're like, buddy, settle down. Because you got to keep in mind, it is not us. And we are not it. It yeah. is a separate entity. And if girls, your pussy's the same way. You can't pretend it's not. Yeah. I've side girls that are like super horny and it just will not finish for them. And I've had other girls where it's just finishing constantly for some dude that's like, I wish it wasn't doing that for him because I hate this guy. <laughs> 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 Your pussy betrays you, my love. It does it on a regular basis. And if you think this dick doesn't do the same thing that you are wrong, my friend. These dicks betray us all the but time. It's funny. I'm, let's be real. When Miley Cyrus was underage, did you get a tingle and go, stop it? This isn't legal. Because I did. <laughs> I'm saying. So, I mean, <laughs> so years ago, so I have a song called Hormones, and the song, the way I spell hormones is the word whore and moans, and I put them together, yeah. yeah. But uh, but it's actually about teenage hormones and the random erection. <laughs> so, Well, if the girls would quit having letting their thongs slip out of their fucking pants in <laughs> class, maybe the uh, random erections wouldn't have been so frequent, but right. that's on them! So I'm talking about this <laughs> random erection, and, and what... I took to was a, an internet chat room to try to like spread the song. Like, yeah, I, I just finished the song. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. And uh, and so this one guy listens to it, and uh, he's commenting. He's like, "What? That doesn't happen." I'm like, "It doesn't. It what do doesn't, you mean it doesn't, doesn't happen? happen? It happens for literally every born male." So, I mean, either he's lying or his dick don't work. I think he's just embarrassed because there was a chick that he was hating on. So it's all like, no, no, it doesn't. It That's doesn't not happen. how it works. Yeah. Listen, if your girl, if your girl can't give you an erection that you didn't want, that's not your girl. <laughs> like I'm, I'm sorry. That's like that's one of the signs that a relationship is in a good spot is when they're like in the elevator. And and like maybe there's other people in it and you're behind her and she puts her hand behind her back and like diddles the tip of your cock <laughs> so that you'll like get a hard on in the elevator with all these people in it. And then as soon as everybody leaves, she turns around and gives you the evil eye like, your cock is hard and now we must leave the elevator. Goodbye. And then she leaves and you're like, ah! <laughs> like that's your girl. Then, then you do that little move where you where you tuck it, tuck it behind the, the belt buckle. Yes, up top, up top. How many times a day? How many times a day do I have to fucking do that? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god! You go to the convenience store. You're just like, man, look at that milf that just bought a lotto ticket. My god! But there, there belt, belt buckle tuck <laughs> on my way to but, the fridge. Exactly. For chocolate but, milk. But there are times where like it'll just happen, and the girl will be like, seriously, and you're like, what? I don't control it. I don't. And I'm not just talking about when they're sad. It'll just be like a random time. It could be any time. Yeah. yeah. I could, we could be just like watching. Oh, you know, it, it, no, but it can happen at a bad time. Like I was, I was in the theater watching uh, something in the Mar the Barbie movie preview came up, and I was like. <laughs> yeah, Margot Robbie can be funny all day. <laughs> and, and she kind of looks over at me like, if I rubbed her right now, we'd probably be very disappointed in you, wouldn't I? I'd be like, no, you'd be quite excited, in fact. <laughs> like, I just, we had to have a laugh about it, right? Like, you got to <laughs> laugh. If you can't have a bit of a giggle about that, then that. And also, I think if you're in your 30s and 40s and you're not still getting random hard ons that you're like, oh shit, where'd that come from? Like, you ain't fucking enough. Maybe you, you gotta need say, to get... say something to, like, get rid of it, and you're like, oh, fuck, Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer. Oh, that's what you... <laughs> I'm like Grandma Titties. Grandma Titties. <laughs> Grandma Titties. I'm a Betty... I'm, I'm like, I picture Betty White, like, bitching. Oh, why isn't it hard yet? Is this happening or not? That's what I picture. And it's just like, oh, God, it's gone now. I'm good. I can. I got 10 more minutes in before I finish. <laughs> right? Uh, anyway. This is just one of the, like... I mean, there there are so many. This is things. a guy's side topic right here. There are so many things that women will be like, okay, well, you don't have to go through this. You don't have to go through this. And it's like, yeah, but you don't have to experience this. Yeah. All right. 
I, I would argue that for every you don't have to go through this that they've got, we can probably throw one up there. I think especially lately. Periods suck, and I definitely, um, I will admit this. Girls with like a normal period, where it's just like the once a month, and it's not that, you know, it hurts, it bugs them, they might take a day off work, and that's it. Like, I feel like we've, we're on par with you guys as far as, like, the shit we oh, deal man. with. You get, you but get... the girls with, like, endometriosis-level periods, right. we are nowhere on that level. Those right. girls have got our asses beat. I'll give them credit So and give them power. But if you got just a normal, regular, like, okay, so, you know, you get two days of PMS, you get one day of spotting, you get your heavy flow day, then it starts to go away. By day six, you're pretty much ready to get laid again. By day seven, it's totally cleared up. If you're one of those girls, we got you, Pete, because our dicks are oh, all the time. I got, I, I got something that, that might be up there on that endometriosis uh, level. Mm. So The hernia. The fucking hernia so, you had. I'll, uh, I will put on the same so, level that we haven't all got. So I've, I've had two of them on each side of my lower abdomen. And so when you get blue balls and you've had two steel mesh implants inserted in your lower abdomen and you get that pain in the swollen glands and they're literally pushing the steel. It is so but, uh, wow. painful. That doesn't sound fun at it all. It is painful. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not debilitating. Every dude, not every dude has to do that every 28 no. days, though. No. But, like, but, God bless you for doing it, man. Like I'd just <laughs> kill myself. I'd be like, this is it for me! I'm good! I'm good! I know I'm tough, but this now, is enough for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to take anything away from the endometriosis pain. I mean, I can't... But that's got to be pretty close. Yeah. I'll give you that, bro. 100%. 100%. I, I, I don't think any girl would argue that, I think. But, like, I will... Like I, like, like I say, every the period thing with MC... It's it's different because half half of them it's a it's like a nightmare and the other half it's just like yeah I gotta deal with that they don't really give a fuck or blink because some of them don't even act that different so it's weird whereas with us I don't think any man exists that in that situation wouldn't be in pain you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah it's definitely different levels when it comes to that um, the other thing that I think that we deal with that a lot of people do is um, men are stupid. And yeah. it's I, I'm sorry, but that's painful and hard. Like you guys are like 12 years old, and you guys can do like long division, and we're like, I think I understand fractions. Like that's the way the men are. We're just we're just too big, and it's because we're at a young age already thinking about I must fuck, I must fuck you and you and your sister. I must make more of me, all of me, everywhere. That's all. That's all we're programmed to think. So we have to. At that age, we're just so bad at taming that primal voice to just calm the fuck down. Well, like the the testosterone surging is is new to us as well. Yeah, and which is why puberty. we can't control it. And, and there's so more of it than normal. And so it's an insane amount of impulse that yeah. you have to like. Okay, what? Uh, where do we? What, what can what? we do? Buzzing, what? what? <laughs> like that? Like that? Like that? Squirrel. It's basically like that, except yeah. for us, it's vagina, <laughs> and it's horrible or boobies or whatever it is. And and I mean. It's like we're trying. This is also the same age, you know. They're like, "Oh, you gotta choose what you want to do for uh, high school. You want to go to a university? Oh, do you want to be an engineer? Oh, oh boy, do you do want to be a bus driver? Oh, do you want to go into the trades? Oh, what do you want to do?" And you're like, "I want to fuck some pussy. That's what I want to do. I'm 17 and I want a warm slice of fucking apple pie to slide this cock in, and that's all I care about." And they're like, "Well, we'd appreciate it if if you could stop thinking about that for about 10 seconds and think about the rest it's, of your that's life." That's what the true wop is. It's hard. Warm apple pie. It's it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I love that WAP back in my day. <laughs> Classic meme, by the way. But yeah, um, it, it is, and it, I think it's I it's 
I don't know any 16-year-old girls that are just like, oh, my God, I want all these dicks in me right now. I can't focus on what I want to do with my life. That's not a normal thing for them. <laughs> well, well, I mean. I've known a couple of girls like that. No, no. Not, that's so, not a majority. I mean, that comes down to the prime. So, like, uh, men are in their prime in, like, their early 20s. And, and 18 and, to 21 is yeah, a man's sexual and, and, prime. And women are in their prime. Sexual like, prime is 38 to 41. Yeah. So, it, like, if if you want to, if you, you want to think God the, has a sense I was of humor, just say like if if you're going down the I believe in God, it's like okay, he's seriously fucking with us. He's dude. a comedian. <laughs> yeah. God is Robin Williams. <laughs> he's just <laughs> up there going, ha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> no, yeah, for for sure. Um, All these twenty twenty something year olds are going to be hit. And that's why, if you're wondering why, like your forty year old wife's banging a twenty one year old, like that's probably why. Now the twenty one year old lasted eighteen seconds, so don't feel bad about it. But it was the best eighteen seconds of his life. <laughs> <laughs> I wish a forty year old fucked me when I was twenty. That never happened to me. I would have been down. Ah, did you ever bang an older girl when you were in a young young age? Uh, when I was uh, mid twenties, I was with somebody who was like forty. Not quite 40, like mid-30s. Yeah. I never, I mean, only a little bit older. I think the oldest I've ever had was like like seven or eight years. I was like 31, and I did like a 39-year-old. Yeah. It wasn't a huge deal, but. But, I mean, everybody's got their own batch of crazy. Yeah. And oh, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, I thought, I thought going older would be more mature. Yeah. But no. it's like, no, no. I would say the most insane the only woman that's ever actually destroyed instruments of mine was the girl that was 10 years older than me. Yeah. She destroyed my ukulele and my piano. Completely. <laughs> ukulele. Oh, wait a minute. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Same bitch. Sorry. <laughs> I had to think about that one for a second. <laughs> Fuck you, Shannon, you fucking slut! <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, though. What? The only thing you can... You uh, a, wo a woman can destroy your shit but, like, nothing ruins them more than if you're like, you know, you're a really shitty mom. And and it's like, a f and <laughs> that's like, I'm sorry, it does not matter what a woman does to you physically or what, how much you're shit to destroy. I don't care. If you look at her and go, you're a garbage mom and your kids are never going to love you properly. Like, that's, there's nothing, that's it. You win. You've won. There is <laughs> nothing. I think it may be as a dad, too. But as a father, if you're a good dad, you could go, pfft. I don't fucking care what you think. I'm the greatest dad ever and walk away. Yeah. Mothers can't do that. Even if they know it's true. It's something about you saying it. They'll think about well, what the fuck does he know? You know what I mean? So that's, and that, that's, that's the Dane Cook detonator. Yeah. Be, so just so you girls know, like you can fuck Don't when you guys get real nasty with us and start wrecking our shit and stuff. That's what we're going to pull out. We're going to pull out words that will never unhear. And then you'll go, he's a psychopath. He said some shit that gave me PTSD. He said some shit that I need therapy for. He said some shit that triggered me like when my daddy used to beat me when I was a little girl. And we're like, yeah. And you fucking ask for it. Right. By destroying my shit, destroying my life, fucking around behind my back, whatever the fuck you were out doing, you earned that. And but, then, But we're the psychopath because we retaliate. But, but okay, so, so both people, both men and women, can say shitty things. But the smart thing to do is think before you talk. Because even I never, because I never have nor will I do that. Because Mark. if you think before, If I did, we wouldn't have a podcast. If you think before you talk, you you can get not only the best zingers in, in an argument. <laughs> I agree with that. If you stay calm, but there you should be emotionally invested, or you're a psychopath. But you shouldn't get overtly emotionally invested or you will make a mistake. Yeah. I agree with that. But if it's true, 
Like if she's being the psycho bitch and she's destroyed your stuff and you showed up and you're like, oh, all my things are in pieces. That's the moment when that comes out. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's that you're gonna be like, you know what? And you're gonna very calmly go, You're garbage, mom. And your kids are gonna love me more than you, even when I leave. <laughs> and, then, and then she's gonna go, <laughs> and you'll be like, That's right. Doesn't matter how much of my stuff's in pieces, I won. And now I'm gonna leave. Yeah. And, but what's so funny about that scenario is sh- It'll be sugar-coated to her friend saying, well, he said this about me. Oh, it'll be like, and then, I came home the other night and he said I was a garbage mom and my kids would never love me that much. And then, then it'll She'll be, leave out all the parts before that. But then afterwards, it'll be, so you know what I did? I destroyed his stuff. So it'll, oh, it'll change it. You're so... Oh, up top, up top, <laughs> up top. And that's how she'll remember it, too. Yeah. And this isn't just a she situation. Men do this, too. Yeah. I know men do this, too, guys. I'm not fucking sh- shitting on you guys. It's, it's, it's just a narcissistic attitude. It's just a sociopathic way of thinking. And yeah, yeah, it's it's and those are situations where you like you gotta step out. You can be like, no, thank you. I need to take care of myself. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> I sail away. Come sail away. Come sail away. The train of thought is just off the road. <laughs> You're all over the road. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, Somebody call the police on this guy. No, it's it's <laughs> it's true though. It's it's um. I don't think there's anything more difficult than dealing with that type of shit when, like, your your, your significant other's, like, destroyed your shit or just done, done something that you're like, okay, now I got to say the mean shit that makes this, like, relationship ending. So just don't uh, don't put us in that corner because we're always got one. If you think we're not sitting in the corner going, <laughs> like, Mr. Burns style, you know, coming up with, like, zingers on you, we, we, we are. Yeah. There, so there are times when... A woman might have something to say, and you're like, "Ah, oh, you cut me, you cut me deep." I feel like '80s and '90s women were better at that, you yeah. know, like, and they've lost it. Like this new generation doesn't know how to put us but, in our place, like we need. But to there's be. certain things, and depending on who you are, and and I know me, for example, I can be an asshole better than some people. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would agree with that <laughs> right, for sure. Because if you can put me in my place, you're going to be on a level that's pretty next. <laughs> and, and it's been a few times you're like, "Ouch." What's up? Okay, okay, but <laughs> you know, and I mean, yeah, it takes a lot for me to stop and go, "What's up?" You know, so I'm I'm with you on that. It's true, and you demand that respect, though. You demand that respect by being humble and quiet and only really saying things when you need to, anyway. Yeah. So when you're going, hey, motherfuckers, go listen. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Can Mark raise his voice higher than seventy dB. <laughs> Hide, hide! I said, rocks, lock doors. Mark is pissed. Yeah, it's happening! It's happening! Oh my god! Do 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 out of the water! Do 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 Wife combo. The husband is out. He's in Calgary. He's on a reserve. He's in a, at an on an Indian reserve or a native reserve, and he checks in every night at 10 p.m. with the federale to make sure that he's there. And he's been told that he's got no access to being online or any of that kind of stuff. He's not allowed to give any interviews or anything like that. He's been in jail. He was in jail for 19 months. And they broke him. They broke him. They win. They the communists have won. If you're wondering, if you're thinking, wondering how the battle's going, the battles are lost. I don't know about the war. We're fighting it, but the battles are, we're losing them all. 
We definitely lost that one. We lost that Freedom Convoy battle, and now he's been 19 months out, and the man will not speak to anyone about anything. I think he's been out about two weeks now. Well, we're gonna. I don't. N- none of this is fact, and none none of this is confirmed. But it's next week, I'm gonna come with a full fucking like my barrels. I'm gonna come with my barrels loaded with these facts of what's going on. I'm gonna try and bring out. He's he's on social media. He's on one. I think he's been allowed one type of social media, and he's not allowed to talk about anything political. It's just allowed to tell people he's okay. Yeah, and that's it. So anyways, we're going to talk a little bit more about that and the repercussions of leading a revolution. That's yeah. our next episode. That's going to be a topic that I want to talk about. So with Pierre Polyev, he got a little bit of a makeover and it's like a liberal meltdown. Like, I don't know if he's got contacts in, but he's taken off his glasses and it looks like he's wearing like tan makeup or he's got a fucking tan or something. What's going on? But, yeah. but regardless, people are now calling him like Canada's Trump. and all. But like everybody's up in arms about this. And I'm like, wow. Why don't you just worry about policies? So they're trying to say, well, he doesn't have any green policies as part of his plan. So Yeah, get rid of the carbon tax is a pretty good policy. Bye bye bye. Buy carbon tax. Not not reduce. Not reallocate. Fucking bye bye. Yeah. I'm about it. Sold. My vote. Uh, what? Education, healthcare, inflation. I don't care. I'm down with that. No carbon tax. Like that's where we're at, yeah. right? That's how desperate for politics that are. Fucking retarded. That we are because we're, this guy's now. How many carbon taxes are we in now? Four. He's working uh, on the third one. Fourth coming. The third one's been okayed for the end of this year, fall, yeah. and it's another eleven percent or something. Fuels? What's what's the cat, uh, dude? I'm back it, on the, I'm back on the road now, and like I'm paying fucking a dollar seventy for gas. Are you fucking with me right now? It's the summer. I want to take my kids camping. No, you can't. It's a dollar seventy for gas. Welcome to China, Canada. <laughs> I wow, can't do it, bro. I'm up it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Communist Grimace. Come on down. Wear your red star. Listen to this purple dick. I can't handle you. I want to kill you, Communist Grimace. Well, I don't like you either. Because <laughs> you like to vote, bitch. And I don't like votes. <laughs> Voting's for suckers. <laughs> Voting's for suckers. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, Puff Daddy saying, vote or die. Back in the day, he got me going, Voting's for suckers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and on that note, on that note, episode eighty four is wrapped. Over. What do you want to thank, Mark? Thank. I want to tell everybody to go to. I want to thank you for listening. <laughs> okay, I'll thank them for listening. Okay. And then they could check us out on Apple Podcasts. We're on um, Spotify. Google. We're on Amazon Music. YouTube. Stitcher. At www.theshotpod.com. Remember the zero. Don't forget that motherfucking zero in shot. And don't just search shot pod. Search the shot pod. With the zero. In shot. Not with the words with the zero, but like the, the number zero. S-H-0-T-P-O-D. But put the first. So it'll be like T-H-E space S-H-0-T-P-O-D. Can you do that for me? Okay, good. Well, with the space between shot and pod. Did I not say space? Not the second time. Motherfucker. <laughs>